already in the seat? Yeah. I'm, already, I'm in the dumpster already. <laughs> what, man? I'm in the dumpster I'm already. already in the dumpster. <laughs> Shut up. I brought a... Uh, are you practicing right now? Is this like a test? Oh, no. We're actually going. Oh, we're recording? Yeah, we're actually I thought you going. said you were testing something. I was. All right, guys. Hi. 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 Um, Josh is not here today. Our audio engineer extraordinaire. So, Taylor is pulling double duty. He's being uh, the co-host and the engineer to um, mix success so far. Hi, Taylor. Uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, How's everyone I, doing tonight? He's this doubling is, down. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah. It's, like, I, I, so Josh FaceTimed us earlier, Bob, and the first thing I said to him was, you're never allowed to go on a vacation That's what again. it's called, vacation. Yeah. No, he, 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 he couldn't he virtually engineer this? I mean, I'm, I'm sure he could have, but like, it's it, it probably sounds like a lot of work to me. And so he's like, like sunburnt because he's definitely Josh is one of these like stubborn Italian dickheads. Like, I don't believe in sunblock, and then he complains that he gets yeah, sunburned. Yeah, yeah. I'm Sicilian. Yeah, I'm. So- I don't have to worry about Dude, it. I just get dark. I'm Sicilian too. Trust me, you burn. I learned that in fucking Myrtle Beach when I fell asleep with the fucking di- bandana hey, on. Even Sicilian pizzas well, get burned. I was- <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I mean, it's on top of it. I mean, I'm Polish, too, so Polish people burned a lot. Yeah, yeah. That one time. And they're time. dumb. They're dumb. Yeah, I know. The How many Polacks does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> oh, it takes one to put hold the light bulb and two to spin the ladder. <laughs> the light's not even broken. <laughs> okay, so, like, what do, you, uh, what, uh, what do you do when a Polish guy throws a grenade at you? You're... <laughs> You pull the pin and you throw it back. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I well, told that to one of my customers when I worked at Best Buy one time, and he laughed with no enthusiasm on his face. So, like, he laughed. He was like, because <laughs> he was Polish. <laughs> yeah. And that was the same guy that said, hey, listen, I need a good camcorder. I need to film me and my wife. Fuck. And I was like, okay, so you so you need a 16 gig memory. You know card. what you should have said is yeah. like, you should have said, do you do you need a cameraman? Yeah. That's what I would have said. <laughs> well, so, yeah. so who I, needs a tripod? You got me. I, I I made the joke about the uh, the 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 memory card. And he like, oh, you need a shorter one, right? Yeah. And he looked at me and goes, fuck you, give me the 64. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Oh boy. All right, guys, we're here on episode 118. You watch, I listen. No, Josh. Thank God. Me, Taylor, and Dr. Bob is sitting in with us. Hi, Bob. Hi guys, Hour and how's really? everybody doing? Everyone's doing I wasn't great. late, I arrived exactly when I meant to. Late. Shut up Gandalf. You yeah, fuck. that's true. Did I nah. give you the lighter, Bob? What lighter? Exactly. Oh, this one. Here, it's a torch. Yeah, so be so careful. So be careful. Um, so yeah, we're here, uh, we're doing our week one NFL picks uh, at the, towards the end of the episode. Uh, this week I'm going to be reviewing Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here. And I'm reviewing the movie Mississippi Grind. So we will see you guys in just a moment as Taylor tries to figure out how to make this sound good. It's going to take a lot longer than it's... Uh, shut up. Attention, the You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> Couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. All right, so we're back, Taylor. Did yes. you do it? 
Uh, maybe. I don't it's, know. We'll it's going to be out. great when we record for an hour and a half, and then Taylor's like, I didn't record any of that. You, could just, you could just post that it was the greatest well, episode yeah, ever. Was, Ask like, anybody. I, yeah. I, I could see the things going up and down like like a heartbeat sensor. Like we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Like we're talking. Like we're talking. All right, yes. so we'll start out. Taylor, how was your week? Uh, week was boring, and my weekend was boring. It was Labor Day weekend, so there was not much going on. Oh, wait, I'm Josh. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's a good fine. Josh impression. Sometimes. Sometimes he has good weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah sometimes, sometimes it was really good. Okay, so first off, okay, Josh, how was your week? Mm. Okay. Taylor, how was your week? Uh, It was really boring. <laughs> Why did you suddenly become very flamboyant? Well, because, you know, you got to be the polar opposite <laughs> of Josh because Josh would have a fucking personality. Josh is like so. Ben Stein. He should be doing clear eyes commercials <laughs> for dry red eyes. My week was fine. Like, like, what, was he, that, I drove my Cadillac. That's the, only, that's the only part from Ferris Bueller's I actually like. Bueller. Bueller. It's probably Bueller. it's the most iconic part besides uh, the parade. Yeah, and the I part where say. Charlie's seen asked him if he has drugs. Yeah, that and he's just playing Wild Thing Rick Vaughn. Yeah, and then the fucking... And the principal's yeah. a pedophile in real life. Is that true? Yeah, well, he, he's on Deadwood, too. He's the photographer, oh, right. yeah, the yeah. newspaper guy. He's yeah. the dad in Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's a pedo. Oh, word. Yeah, so, um, Bo- Bob, welcome. How have you been? I've been pretty good. Yeah, okay how, week. How's work? Uh, work is okay. Labor Day sucked, it's and under, I had well, to work. When you're understaffed. Understaffed. Gotta wear a mask all day. Overworked, mask so and gloves, sweat. which oh. gloves destroy me because, okay, not for nothing, when I go to ShopRite and they touch my produce and everything when I go to check out, they yeah. don't wear gloves. No. Say, you also so, don't make a big fucking stink about it either. So what am I wearing gloves for touching yeah. boxes and electronics? Yeah. yeah, especially since they know it really doesn't stay on surfaces very long. Fact. It's um, But I, I can't imagine having to work all day wearing a fucking mask. I'd be sweating my tits off. You do. You yeah, do. I, you I would be. Do. I would be fucking miserable. And you're understaffed, so you're working at a faster pace because yep. you got to go from one to the other. You're absolutely. And right. well, so, so, so you're pulling like triple, quadruple duty because not only you're selling, you're trying to fix issues, you're trying to do OMS. The apex of the vortex to, of retail to, frustration. You know, retail exactly. engineering. Big fact. Yeah, retail. Your, sec- your second favorite CEO. Yeah. There's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I uh, my week was fine. I start my new job on Monday. Very excited nice, about that. Nice, congrats again. Thank you. Very excited about that. Um, you care. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, what did I do? Oh, we saw Richie. Was really cool. We hung out. That with was nice. Fuck, I'm, de- I'm I, mad. I missed. Yeah, that. you missed it. We, it was very, very low key. We had a, it wasn't much. It was literally. It was what? mostly Manfro telling us great stories. It was, well, okay. So out of all the Manfro stories, Richie topped them with just one and. It was the wildest shit. Yeah, ever it's heard Richie's life. love life is a, a clusterfuck of white trash and Maury and Steve Wilkos. It, it's like a bad reality show that Colucci would live tweet. Big facts. Hey, now he's in South Carolina, so yeah. God's guns country, baby. Yeah, exactly. He, and he has none of those. <laughs> God bless America. God bless America. So, guys, this is episode 118. You watch. I right, listen. Sans, uh, Josh, the engineer. Um, we're really excited to do our week one NFL picks. Uh, Bob will be taking your picks too to see how you do nice. against the experts this week. Curious. Um, are you doing fantasy this year, Bob? Uh, no fantasies. This is the second year in a row that I uh, declined to do fantasy. Isn't it nice? It is nice. Because you can enjoy better. you can enjoy the games and actually like pick games to win and bet against the spread. Yeah, so the reason why I even fucking played fantasy last year is because my ex broke up with me two weeks into the season and I was in her family fantasy football and I went all the way to the championship. So good. you knocked out her whole family except the winner. Yeah. That's was, good. Which was I, I wish you I wish you won the whole fucking thing. So I got an email saying that You should have won the money and then burnt it and sent it to him. No, that was a lot of money. <laughs> and the, yeah, you keep that. The satisfaction. Yeah. The satisfaction of what? I don't know. Oh good. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> <It's> things. <laughs> Stuff and things. Um all right, so why don't we get into the reviews? Um, 
Do you want want? <laughs> yeah, where's the car crash noise? Um, I don't. I, I can barely get the fucking thing to record. You can't even do the 16-bit one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's the best. It's always a, a, Josh usually plays it the the bomb dropping when uh, Taylor like talks about how he fell at work, which is you're kind of <laughs> due. I know you hurt your ankle. How's your ankle doing, by the way? Ankle's fine. It's it's still on the swollen side, and I definitely sprained it really bad. But yeah. it was like one like at like like one day out of like four is where it's bad and everything else is fine so it's not even it's not all right it's, it's a non-issue all right so why we get in the reviews um i'll go first um you gave me did you just break that no i just knocked over the bottle okay that's i'm trying to tilt it the bottle okay. with nothing in it. yeah Mike's bottle... head like Mike's right. head sits like here i don't get it i tell i well because i set up because i put my legs on the couch yeah he sits like to the I'm side. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not telling you what <laughs> I'm, to do. I'm in the dumpster already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Taylor, you gave me, um, we talked about this. I wanted to, I suggested it. You listened to Jim Norton's classic rock rants as well. It's the most ridiculous um, things ever. Went back and you gave me Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here. Um, yeah. You know, they have so many iconic albums. And I've said a few times I'm not a big Pink Floyd fan. So I wanted to go and open-minded, listen to it, maybe take some medicine, listen to it, get the experience of it. Um, I liked it. I didn't love it. it. There's a few things on it that are generally my my gripes with Pink Floyd in general. That some of this stuff is it very musically in, innovative, especially for its time. Um, you can see so many bands now, especially me being a Tool fan. That Tool gets so much inspiration from bands like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Um, you know, you start out with Sh- uh, Shine on You Crazy Diamond one through five. Um, it, it's eight minutes before the singing comes in. The music's a good build up to it, and then when the singing starts, it's literally like six lyrics. That's about it. But it's good. It's it's a three. Okay. Um, Welcome to the Machine is one everyone's heard a hundred times. Yep. It's got the same kind of thing for me where it's a little droning, but that's kind of the point of it. It's supposed to be like this uh, melodic, almost um, uh, transition. Tra- um, what, it's what? like a it's like a downward transition. Yeah, the exactly. Next, like, darker part of the. If album. I was dropping acid, I'd love this shit because and I can just I can I can feel it if I'm on acid. It is that that's my favorite song on the album. Yeah, it's a good song. I gave that a three. Um, uh, have a cigar is a three. Another really good Casual. one. It's a, another one that you've heard a thousand times. But you don't know the name. Yeah, you don't know the name of it. Everyone just knows. I know that, and that's it. But it's a good song. Wish You Were Here is a five every time. It's it's one of the best classic rock songs of all time. Can't complain about it. Although, my only complaint about it is that for years, everyone's away message or their info on AIM was, we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl. And it was probably your AIM info at one point. Year after year. MySpace yeah. time. Yeah. Who doesn't I, fucking love... No, it's, it's, know. it's amazing. Yeah, my, MySpace, I was thinking like AIM when people had away messages and shit and they had... It. Did you have AIM? I'm sure oh, you course. did. And you had info. What was your screen name? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Every, Wait, every, well, actually, that's a good way to segue into a conversation. Okay. I want to hear screen names after we do our reviews. I had like four. Um, and then the last song is uh, Shine On, You Crazy Diamond, six uh. through nine. Same thing as the first one. It's really good. It's a three. Nothing uh, Outside of Wish You Were Here, there's nothing I love, but I liked it more than I was. I would have thought going in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's definitely one of those, those albums that... I have to be in a certain frame of mind. If I'm partying all weekend and I'm doing uh, edibles or psychedelics, I'm going? like, yo, let's listen to Pink Floyd. What the fuck are you doing psychedelics? <sighs> High school? Psychedelics Yeah, but like so that good. was what? So 13 years ago? And that's when you were listening to Pink Floyd. That's, that's when, when I, people anyway. were playing Pink Floyd and shit. And that was like when I was a... Because my dad wasn't a Pink Floyd fan, but my friends were, and they would, yeah. we would take shrooms or drop acid, and like, let's play Pink Floyd. I'm like... I don't really want to, and it starts. I'm like, "Welcome to the machine, dude!" <laughs> like it's literally what it was. Like your fucking um, Bill or Ted. So overall, I want to give this a three and a half out of five. Okay. Um, liked it way more than I was expecting. I went and listened to a bunch of other Pink Floyd. I have an appreciation for them. It's never gonna be my go-to, um, just because, especially as a bass player, there's nothing there that like I groove with. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, can't sure. sit there. If and you were, if you were gonna put on one album, which one would it be? It's probably this one, honestly. I think that this one. It, 
connects with me the most and the more I listen to it the more I liked it and I like how it, it most of their albums almost feel like they're one constant thing going which on which is a big thing for me I yeah. like them yeah well that's what I so this album in particular feels more as if it's one massive song than as and opposed to a bunch of different ones and whereas as it, the wall feels different correct dark side feels different animals feels different correct this feels like one massive song and that's song. why like I have an appreciation for being such a big Tool fan because you can't say that Tool and Tool are they're so inspired by Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin I'm a much bigger Zeppelin fan because they're a completely different type of band than Pink Floyd. Led it's Led Zeppelin, but as a Tool fan, I can't say that I di- I would ever have anything but respect for Pink Floyd. That's what I always said. I respect Pink Floyd tremendously. Okay. It's just not usually my jam, but this is a really good album, so a three and a half out of five. Cool. All right, so let's move on to the movie. You gave me Mississippi Grind yes. with Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, written and directed, I forget, Anna something and Ryan Fleck. Yes, they've done a, a couple. I forgot which other ones they've done, but they've done some. Okay. Bob's trying to fuck the whole rig up here. Yeah. He's just gonna sit down and the whole thing's gonna go back to the wall again. So I, I saw that. So I, I, he just sat. <laughs> he just fucking. He just literally goatsied so himself. I, I know exactly what he's doing. <laughs> it felt he's good. sitting over there. He's look because like you're looking at me, yeah. no problem. And then he's like, he's hey dropping guys, fucking everything. Hey guys, I'm over here. Yeah. Like no, I'm over here now. Listen, I, and there's a, there's a reason why they put me over there. Yeah. They don't want to fucking look at me. Yeah. But uh, so, so you I'm gave just trying me. to participate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You, so you always me, get a particip- participation trophy. A precipitation uh, trophy because you're sweating. Participation because it's rain. Yeah. All right. No, Taylor. It's participation. <laughs> Precipitation. <laughs> Perspiration. <laughs> Presbyterian. So it, so it turns. Pescapalian. So it turns out no matter where I sit, I get interrupted. Yeah, sorry. Right? So it's great. Black I'm not. <laughs> okay. I'm not. All right, Taylor, please. Mississippi uh, Grind. Mississippi Grind. Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, whatever R- the fuck. Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, just friends and yeah. shit. Um, I feel like Ryan Reynolds get this constant at one point in this particular time he was the king of rom coms. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? He's like the witty, funny. It was like right before he was really becoming Deadpool. Yeah, right. and he was kind of fu- he was that's what it was. It was rom coms and waiting. Yeah, and <laughs> waiting is amazing. Yeah, waiting's great. Um, can't that movie can't make today? Waiting. No, no, uh, forget it. So, I, I, let me just start with my grade. Okay, it gets a five. Okay, really. It's not that I dislike the movie. It's that I'm very indifferent on it. Okay. I like the concept of it, of them going down the Mississippi to different states and sure. gambling their way to get to this high-stakes poker game that they've been trying to buy themselves into. Sounds cool. Um, I like that Ben Mendelsohn. There is um, some sort of uh, empathy that you feel for him, just simply for the fact there, that... There is, then there isn't. Correct. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is that it's I, f- I felt very indifferent throughout this entire movie because, like... At one point, like, I feel bad, but at the same time, like, you know, he is a degenerate, so he's kind of doing well, it to And they himself. also slowly reveal how much of a degenerate it is. Like, you're yeah. like, okay, you find out that he's just a gambler. Then you find out that he owes all these money, this money to people. Then he's getting a phone call from his job, like, there's money missing. Right. And then he goes to see his ex-wife. Yeah, and, and it, it just it just starts it just starts down this, like, it's a snowball effect. So, like, when something goes wrong, then it really goes wrong. Then it just, all right, what, what else is going to fucking go wrong this sure. time? And then it gets worse and worse and worse. But I, I can't I can't pinpoint a particular time where I said, ooh, this is actually not bad. Um, there was one moment, the way they start the movie, the way they end the movie. So Ben Mendelsohn, when the movie starts, he's listening to this tape or this mm-hmm. CD, so to speak. <clears throat> so to speak. It's a CD or a tape. Which one is it? <laughs> it's an A-track. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> And he's li- and it's it's um they're explaining poker tells yeah right the one is like you know uh, it's like if you move your brow a certain way you know you're, if you, if you're, you're annoyed. itching your nose right you know if you're annoyed like you don't like the hand if you're you tapping your chip you're nervous about the, the other person's hand so when when you first hear him and he's listening to that uh he's listening to that fucking thing he's actually doing the tell yeah. where he's uneasy he's Correct. annoyed there's something wrong at the end of the movie the tell where it's like all right 
this guy got a good hand. You know, his shoulders are square. He's relaxed. He's breathing normally. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's actually doing it because he feels okay with himself. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of not a good thing. No. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a realistic take on gambling addiction. Because yeah. Well, I mean, the scene that I was talking about when he goes to see his ex-wife and they make you think that he really wants to get back. Um, he, he's still in love with his wife and he wants to have a relationship with his daughter that he hasn't seen in years. Mm. And they're having this conversation. And then he goes up to his wife's room and he's taking cash out of her fucking sock drawer. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy's a real fucking scumbag. He's a fucking dirtbag. And you realize. And I thought the the dynamic. I like the, the, the friendship aspect of it that Ryan Reynolds was kind of his character was being known for meeting all these random people, these drifters, more or less. Yeah. And he sees something in them. And you see at his heart that the Ben Mendelsohn character, he isn't he, he's obviously done some really bad things, but he's a guy that just got so fucking wrapped down that he doesn't know any other way to get out of it. Right. And that Brian Reynolds was still trying to pull him out of it. And he's telling him like when they're at the horse race, like oh, the next guy that like, they were betting on dumb well, things. It was next the next guy, guy it, that comes out of the bathroom. It, is wearing glasses. glasses we we stay. stay. Yeah. Yeah. It was things like that. And he was just wanting to gamble on everything. He got fucking stabbed, <laughs> which was actually really funny. Yeah. But so the other, the other, there was like one scene that was, it made a lot of sense and like it was very, it was, um, it was harmless, but it was in the beginning of the movie when they're at the dog races, mm-hmm. right? And he goes, all right, fine, put 200 on this guy to, uh, to rainbow, show. Rainbow, rainbow. He puts Rain- on a rainbow to show. Yeah. Win place show. So he has to come in third <laughs> yeah. place. The fucking dog ends up winning. So Ryan Reynolds wins his bet and Mendelssohn's like, yeah, I won. Mm, fuck, I put him to show. Like, and me being in that same situation, I can definitely relate. You know what I'm saying? Where like, you know, I, I think I got it and then you don't yeah, got it. The, that's but that's the, the other, essence of gambling. The other scene I really like was towards the end when their relationship started pulling away is yeah. that they both they they're betting on the horse race and they you know, Ryan Reynolds tells Ben Mendelson he made the same bet. They lost. He's like, Here's money for cab fare and then you see Ryan Reynolds, he made a completely different bet. Yep. Because he, he's a guy that he doesn't he's not doing it to gamble, he's doing it just for fun. Like he's like, I just enjoy doing this. And it's the difference the the spectrum of gamblers. The guy that has that per se fuck money yeah. and the guy that has no money and he's still finding ways to blow money that's not his. Yeah, next thing you know, he's 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 out forty fucking boxes of Z D. Yep. You know what I mean? And then Tony takes his nice. fucking car. Yeah, his no, the guy's the kid's car. The guy's kid's car and it's the meadow. <laughs> yep. But um yeah, it gets a five and it, it I don't want to i I'm not trashing it because it's not a bad movie. It's just something that didn't resonate with me. Um for some reason, like with, with gambling movies, it's either like hokey cliche sure, sure. or it's like this really dark depressing shit and if I was to watch, say, a gambling movie, I wouldn't say I would watch Twenty One. I would watch Rounders. Yeah, yeah. Before I would watch this, I actually this. did not love Twenty One. Rounders is dope. The book Twenty One is so much. Oh better. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why I didn't like the movie. It's yeah. That's what I see. I I watched the movie, then I read the book after yeah. the fact, and I was like, the movie sucks. Yeah, compared the, like, to this. Uh, mo- wow. Yeah, I don't mean to be that guy. The movie's the book good. Is it's better. F- if you take it, it at face value, the movie's not bad. It's not. It's really it, not. Bad. It's not, not bad. bad. It just didn't. It didn't click for me. And it was also Kevin Spacey. I mean, besides the fact he was a jerk off in real life, but Kevin Spacey wasn't that great in what's that his, either. What's his face? The main character kids. Like he's just very basic. Yeah, kind of like yeah. a bad generic. Joke very generic. Very so. generic. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it gets a five. Um, okay. Whatever. All right. So I'm I'm having trouble thinking about the movie I want to give you because there's one I want to give you, but I told you in a, <clears throat> in a text that. You can't play fucking Madden. What you need to like be fully undivided for to pay attention to this fucking movie. If it's the movie I'm thinking of, I've been seeing it on Instagram for the last three yeah. days. Yeah, so. it's. It, I think I'm gonna give it to you because I think you and I are gonna. I actually, I think you and I are gonna have starkly different opinions on it. Sure, let's do it. Um, then. but what I need you to do is after you watch it, 
you need to text me because there is a piece of reading that you have to do get, do, do it, after yeah. the fact because I'll, I'll um, do the homework. I, when I saw it, I was like, I, I, I loved it when I saw it, and then I was kind of like, I, I just want to make sure that's what I thought it was because it's a very um, ending that you're going to be kind of like, huh, okay. I didn't see this going this way because it gets re- it's one of the most bizarre movies I've ever seen. Um, it just came out on Netflix this week. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Um, stars Todd from Breaking Bad, Jesse Plemons. Um, I'm forgetting the girl's name, but they're both fucking fantastic in it. Okay. Tony Collette is in it. She's fucking fantastic. I saw the preview. It, it is one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. It, it's definitely very dialogue heavy. I wouldn't. I would probably uh, range on the side of saying it will. It's going to be slow for some people, but the dialogue is so important to what happens in the story. What's the runtime? Uh, two hours fifteen. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not too long, but it, like I said, the there's a, the first scene is in the car, and it's just him having a conversation so, for twenty minutes. But the dialogue is so important to how the story goes. So if with with, with movies like that, if the dialogue is good, it, mm-hmm. it's usually it's, fine. It's brilliant dialogue. That's all um, I care about. So, you know me. I'm Aaron yeah, Sorkin. It's it's, it's very Tarantino. it's very realistic dialogue. And the dialogue makes more sense as the movie unfolds because it's so important to it. So the article I'll give you after the fact is it will be so important to tying it all together. Okay. But I, I was so enthralled with the movie. It's definitely like a major art house type movie. It's fucking Charlie Kaufman. He directed this one as well. Oh, it's an adaptation. adaptation. Yeah, it's an, well, this is a, an adaptation of the book. I'm thinking of leaving things. Okay. And the book is uh, a little more straightforward. He took more of an ambiguous kind of direction with this, but there's a lot of similarities between it. Um, I... I was sitting here watching this movie. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? A few times, I like me and the landlord are watching. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck? But Tony Collette is in it. She's fucking great as always. Jesse Plemons is fucking fantastic. Okay. Um, you're definitely probably going to be like, you might think you know how it's going towards the end. And then you're, when I send you the thing, if you might either read it and be like, that's what I thought. Or you're going to be like, I didn't see that. I actually watched it again that same night after watching it. Just so I, now that I knew everything where it was going so I could fully see it set in yeah. and I was like alright now I actually genuinely love this movie so is the ending like kind of up to discourse I guess you could say or is there a specific thing you have to look for um it's okay so if you're or, if you're referencing the book it's not up to dis- discourse okay. if you don't know anything about the book it's definitely gonna be like what the fuck just happened okay. um but you can even go and read just what happens in the book compared to the movie after the fact okay but the article just tell me when you're done with it you don't need to say anything about the movie I'll send you the article and read it and then the movie if you didn't like it you might like it a little more okay. you might hate it more I don't know I think you and I might have very stark opinions on this because I loved it I could see you fucking hating this okay um the landlord she, she when she watches she's like I didn't like it but watch it while we're watching it i knew that you were loving it she's like this is like your kind of movie written all over uh, she's like if i if i wasn't watching with you i probably would have turned it off it kind of <laughs> the vibe from the preview micah it kind of had like a like a kind of like a black mirror type yeah it, it kind of creepiness level it's, like, yeah it's definitely not to do with the technology part like yeah the, you know, i wouldn't the call black cre- mirror, there's definitely some creepy parts to it but it's more of like the um the unsteadiness of what's happening because you're going to see things that you're like, wait, didn't this just look like this and didn't this person just look like this? It it does a lot of weird things, but it's an incredibly well-made movie. It's probably going to get nominations for things like um, screenplay and editing and things like that, but um, the pick for this week is I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Okay, cool. So um, I have two... Okay, so I I have an idea of what genre I want to give you, but I want to give you a choice. Okay. Usually you'll give me a choice. Sure. Also, I have something very funny to tell you. I have some relationships. Okay. Um, do you want three weeks in a row, I'll give you classic rock from a band you don't necessarily like. Okay. Or do you want uh, hip-hop, and it's a 10th anniversary album. Ooh. Give me the classic rock, and save that one for next week. Okay. Because I'm digging the classic rock lately. Okay. You're getting the ACDCs. Um, there will be rock. Okay. 
Okay. Wait, is that wait? Is that what it's called? <laughs> there will be who? No, it's uh, no. Is is it there will be rock or is it, hold on? There it, will it, be your. It's it's the it's like the second. It's like the second your album. Will be your. <laughs> your, it's the your. second album they recorded with Bon Scott because <laughs> Highway to Hell was the last. One. He said your will oh, be let your. Let there be rock. Let there be rock. Yeah, Let There Be Rock, 1977. Um, this is my favorite album by them. This is, again, really? this is still Bon Scott. Um, and the reason being is because it has my favorite song, which is the title track, Let There Be Rock. Um, when I saw them play this live, it's it's really a three-minute song. They stretch it out for 25 minutes. But it's uh, Angus sure. Young losing his mind for 20 minutes live, and, it's, and it was fucking phenomenal. Um, but this album, start to finish, really is just really... It, it, I, I keep saying phenomenal, phenomenal, but th- th- it, it really is because you can go phenomenal. Bob said, "Your will be your." Yeah, you will be <laughs> your. You will be no, your. Your will be your. Bears will be bears. Your will yeah. be your. Goblins be goblinin. Yeah. Shit like that. Let All me right. see what tracks are. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's uh, ACDC's "Let There Be Rock." Again. All right, nineteen seventy-seven. This is prime classic rock. I'm interested to listen to it because we've had arguments before that I am not a big ACDC guy. Another band I respect tremendously. Um, my issue with ACDC has always been, and it's also it's weird because it's my issue with them, but it's what I respect most about them is that they played the same three fucking chords and they became one of the biggest bands of all time. Um, well, yeah, they're the prime example of less is more, and unfortunately, you get bands like Nickelback. That of course, take it too far. of course, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's and listen, there, there's an art to that that you can play the same three chords and still you know sell hundreds of millions of records and sell out hundreds of thousands of shows and you know be one of the most iconic rock bands of all time. So I speak with about them in a place of admiration. They're just a band outside of a few songs if they're on I almost always skip. So I'm interested to, I actually do love Back in Black. Um, well, it's, it's, it's it's a it's a who doesn't it's, love Back it's a Black. perfect album. I yeah. I I listened to that album so much when I was younger. So I'm interested to listen to this one. Yeah. Um cool. All right. Um Shaggy doesn't like Back in Black. What were you probably. about to say that you said was funny? So on the recording, right? We were say, you were saying like, you know, around a certain certain time. Sure. And I guess there's a way to change the time, okay. right? Or like cuz right now it's just by seconds. Yeah. So I had to Google and how many seconds <laughs> in an hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's so that's what I was doing. No, it's thirty six hundred <laughs> seconds. So we got we got so right now we're only at seven hundred eighty seven seconds. So okay, we're we're good. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so um, stupid. So uh, really quick, we were just talking about screen names. I want to know first because I actually just had this conversation with the landlord the other day. You know what was your first aim screen name? Because your first one is almost always yeah. douchey. It was bad. Oh, it's, oh, okay. It's because so, you were like eleven years old and you're trying to look like you're fucking cool. Mine was cool kid for life. 21. Uh, yeah, because I wanted to get into the fucking sex chat room, so I put 21 in there and lied about my age. I don't. I don't. I was in there talking about like my little fucking boner. I instantly regret asking you what your screen name was because I just remembered mine and. Ugh. Okay, what is it? Well, my was first... it Micah is on fire. No, <laughs> that one. That one I am not embarrassed. About no, no, because I love uh, Alexis on fire. Yeah, and that was, but I spelled my name M I C A at the time. Yeah, so stupid. Uh, my first screen name ever was T M A J one one eight. So it was just TMJ, like the draw condition. TMAJ oh, okay. 118. And uh, after that, <sighs> this is like the year tattoo. Oh, God. I don't want to do oh, it. It's like the year tattoo. What is it? Getting crunk 99. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would rather part, have cool kid for the, life. What? <laughs> the worst part is that it was in all caps. Okay. And I, and I only talked in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> or. <laughs> Or I did the, you know, you do uh, one letter's capital, one letter's lower. Yeah, one yeah, you capital. do one of those. I was that fucking Bob, cunt. Bob, what was your screen name? My first one. 
so fucking embarrassed, dude. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> was I was hoping Bobo people Bobo Man 5000. Bobo Man? That yeah. one's not bad, though. That's like Bobo uh, Man. Bobo Man. That's what Bobo I said from the league. Um, I, so I really You're only had... you my equipment. I, <laughs> I only had three screen names. It was the Cool Kid for Life 21, and then the second one I don't even remember. It was, it of was course something, you don't. It was something... No, it wasn't even bad. It was stupid. Then it was Uncle Perot's Forever, but the I, the I was a one. Oh, that's douchey. Yeah, that was douchey. It was Uncle mm. Perot's. And my my away message all the time was just tumbling down the rabbit hole. So I used the Matrix one for a long that's time. Um, do you have any other douchey screen names? Or that was, the, was that the only one? No, I guess Grumble is douchey. Grumble? No, Grumble's fine. Grumble's fine. Cool. That's still your it Xbox was name. It was douchey when you put it on your fucking, on your on your brake light, on yeah. your charger. Oh, that yeah. was you did that? Super douche. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I yeah. wish you totaled that car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. I hit a deer. Uh, did you remember any, uh, I hope you didn't keep getting crunk until AIM wasn't any, was no more. No. Well, uh, so I kept that one for a while and it was like, all right, it is what it is. And then what was the other one I had? It had to do with something with Linkin Park because I because Meteora came out at the time and I was about it. Okay. And I was it was like Linkin Park fans since like seventy seven or some shit. Okay. Like I that. mean that was like a lot of the times what they did was like you want to make a new screen name. You're like, what are some of your favorite things? And you type in like I think one uh, of my screen names was a Slipknot screen name actually. You mentioned it. Yeah. I think it was like Slipknot Perros or something stupid like that or Dan Slipknot because you would type in your name, <sighs> the bands you like, the movies. I think at one point they all uh, recommended me Dan Gump and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking <laughs> great. <Gump. laughs> Gump. So Gump pros. I, I, I really thought it couldn't get any worse than getting crunk. Oh, you I just guess, remembered another one? Uh-huh. Got crunk. <laughs> Still crunk. So when I was like 12, right, uh, I loved the band Disturbed. It's already you, It was bad. down with the sickness, wasn't it? it Yours should it just was, be stupefied. It was, uh, wah, uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> but, like, there was no Did lead. Did you spell with a W? No, it was you. No, you're. Y- you're, uh, uh, uh. You're, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, the song's ruined forever now. Yeah. Yeah, You're, I can't. Uh, I can't. I mean, like, I can't listen to it now anyway. I only hear like, the Richard Cheese version. That's all I hear anymore. Oh, well, that's from the, the Dawn, Dawn, of the, Dawn of the Dead. Well, so, because the, the reason was, be, so I, oh, the um, the I, piano one. Yeah, yeah. Richard Classical Cheese, version. baby. I loved, I loved Disturbed. Like, Down with the Sickness was sick. Um, was Stupefy was, was a good song. Stupefy was a good song. Prayer was my favorite. Prayer was song a good by song. And then, like, you know, they were always okay. But even that song, Stricken, is phenomenal. I saw them live. They put on a really good live show. So I saw them with our, I saw them with Ashley, and, and like, she had a group of friends. Okay. And, I, and Tyler, the teacher, was with me at Hellfest. And that was when we saw Hell Yeah. So that was the first okay. time I ever saw Vinnie Paul with Pantera. I'm like, never going to see Pantera, but there's, there's Dimebag's brother. So that was the first time I saw Stone Sour was that day. Okay. Great Event, live show. Event Sevenfold. Uh, a mutual friend of ours. I won't spe- specify who okay. got me very high. Good. And then uh, uh, Event Sevenfold came on. Okay. And then the headliner was Disturbed. So Disturbed comes on, and they and this uh, whatever the fucking guy's name was, they open they open Hellfest with the sound of silence, which I think is a phenomenal which is a phenomenal song. Okay. That they cover, and they open a metal a metal festival with sound of silence, and me and Tyler are like. Fuck this, dude. And <laughs> yeah, I don't want that to open. So that could be like an interlude from one heavy song to another. So it was JP that got me okay. very, very high. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Joe Palma. No. Oh. <laughs> he got, he had, he. Damn it. I this was person, he, he smuggled. Uh, Joe Peterson? He smuggled. Wrong. <laughs> Def, that's furthest <laughs> from the truth. 
He lives in your house, dude. dude. No, he, he lives, lives in Quaz's house. house. Dude, he smuggled a full pack of cigarettes and he cellophaned it with just joints. What? Okay, good for him. And it was like... To, oh, Jody Patterson. Wrong. Okay, I'm just... I, I'm trying to think. I know who JP is. Yes, you do. Uh, is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. James it's a boy. Private Ryan. Uh, James, John, Joe, Jim... Jer- Jeremy Pantovic. I didn't want to say his name. No, Jeremy won't care. Jeremy's got a medical marijuana license, so who gives a shit? Yeah, but this is like 10 years ago. Okay, yeah, the statute of limitations I'm, is I'm over. I'm just making Fuck sure. you, Jeremy. <laughs> but yes. All right. So that wasn't even the worst part of the show. So Event Sevenfold comes out, and they, they start the set with like some creepy fucking organ music, and there's a dude. You see him in the rafters walking back and forth. You're like, oh, it's just a light guy, whatever. And you see him just, and I, again, dude, high as a kite. Goes, he puts a noose around his neck, and he falls and they play the first set with a dude hanging with a noose around his neck from the top of the and stage you're like no you can clearly see the the wires that of are course, hanging him of up of course but like imagine they actually hung a guy but like i mean a metal show dude but like mm. i'm like i'm watching the show and then like they play their first song which was like you're all fucking nightmare right i, I was never a big Avenged sevenfold and fan. i swear to god they're playing the whole show everyone's like yeah this is cool i'm like does nobody see the guy hanging you were you wanted to ruin the illusion well, I didn't know it was an illusion. It's not like Sticks, the grand illusion. I didn't know. I'd listen to some Sticks. Sticks, <laughs> sticks is all right. Well, it's, mm. except when they made fun of it on that 70s show. Like yeah. when Fez you made fun of See, they just them. took that 70s show off Netflix. I, what? Why it, couldn't they just take off the last two seasons? <laughs> Seth Meyers, <laughs> yeah. brother. I'm good. Um, all right, why don't we get into... Um, Taylor, what'd you watch this week? I wa- Okay, so since it's game week... Sure. Um, the NFL season opens this week. I watched a lot of 30 for 30s, 1,000 seconds. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I already forgot what number we need. How many are in an hour? 36. Enough. 3,600. No. Dolph Lundgren? Wait, maybe 3,600. Okay. Buffungu. Okay. Anyway. Taylor, what'd you watch? 30 for 30s? Uh, I watched... All of them. I watched the 85 Bears. Okay, great one. LA to Marino, which is... Great one. My favorite one. Okay. Um, I watched... Uh, the two Escobars. I That's a good one. Football, football, fuck it, why not? Um, I watched some gloves, cunt. a seat. <laughs> I watched the season and a half of the new girl. Okay. And it's, it's getting progressively funnier. I will say that it is. There are some things that it's like, all right, this is, this is NBC sitcom. Sure. Sure. But like, there are some stuff that is like very funny. That's the kind of show it is. Yeah. Like you like, got to embrace this. The cliches, the cliche Thanksgiving episode. Everything goes the Christmas wrong. episode. I love right. it's always sunny. I Dude. I skip the Christmas episode every time. But the guy Jake Johnson, unless I think it's his Christmas, name is, yeah. Fast. No, I skip but, it then but too. The guy it's Jake terrible. Johnson no. has a lot of really funny one-liners. Okay. So Zoe Deschanel, she burns the turkey. She's trying to thaw it. She's like, oh, an hour to thaw a thirty-pound turkey. That'll be fine. So they throw it in the dryer and they forget about it. So then <laughs> they just, threw a turkey <laughs> in the dryer. So then how the, much so, noise did it make? So then, Dude. The, so boom, then the dryer boom, explodes. No shit. So then you see like there's smoke everywhere in the apartment. They all got pillows trying to fan it out, and all you hear is Jake Johnson. Ah, oh, it's like a goddamn pre- uh, Prince video in here. <laughs> and it's like, like there are one-liners that are very funny, and then there's other times you're like, eh. <sighs> it's one of those. It's those laughs that catch the stupid people that think it's funny, and then there's moments like that that are funny. Yeah. I was telling Taylor before you got here, Bob. I set up a second screen. Yeah, we had, and, we had an hour to talk. Yeah, by the way, hour and a half. Um, <laughs> um, I set up a second screen in the den. Get jobs. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's me. I got one. <laughs> got. got. Um, so I set up. One. I set up a second screen in the in the den. So while I'm playing Madden, I could just keep like it's always sunny on something dumb yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, seen a hundred Taylor. So this is episode um, where uh, D, the sister daughter of Danny DeVito, comes in and she's like, "I have big news." Sister. And, well, it's it's Dennis's sister, and it's it's oh, Danny DeVito's okay. daughter. I, I know who she um, is. So. 
uh, Danny, De- Danny DeVito's yeah, shut up. Uh, Danny DeVito comes in. And he's talking about how he's gonna buy a house and he's gonna flip it and make a ton of money. <laughs> okay. And they're all excited. And D comes in. And they all treat D like shit. They ignore. Her. She's it's like, I have best. news. I have news. And then they're ignoring her. And she goes, I'm having a baby. And they all pause. Danny DeVito looks at her. And he goes. Do yourself a favor and flush it. <laughs> and then they're debating. She's like going to be a surrogate. She can make a ton of money. And they're uh-huh. like, what should we do? The, the scheme to make money with the house or the baby? They're like going, house, house, house. <laughs> and then Danny DeVito's going, house, house, house. Flush, 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 flush. <laughs> Bob, Bob, you would love It's Always I, Sunny, I dude. Ask, have you genuinely ever watched It's Always Sunny? Honestly. No, I just, okay. like, I, I get it. Like, so, okay, you, I don't the think recipe you do. for not wanting to watch it is when you find it on randomly and it's in the middle of the episode and, and like, they and nothing funny happens in the Correct. two minutes well, that you watch it. Which is wrong because that's the, the funny build up. part. It's the, yeah. The well, that's part. the thing. The the funniest parts of it's always sunny are like these awkward like I little moments. And here's the thing: the first season's really good, but it doesn't become it's always sunny till Danny DeVito comes in in the first episode Dude. of season two. Okay. So like, so you know that you know that very like famous meme of Charlie Day like with the cigarette trying to figure out who Linda is or whatever. Yeah, it's like, the, yeah, it's if, like, if, it's if, like if pointing. If you watch that episode from start to finish, it's one of my favorite episodes because it's so fucking silly. And Char- Charlie is legit one of the funniest characters ever on and TV. And I, I love Charlie, and I, Fr- Danny DeVito is Frank Reynolds. And Danny DeVito's Always. in a million things, but once you see him in this, mm-hmm. he's so, so disgusting and deranged. So, so there like, There's go. an episode he's talking about how to pick up girls, and he's like, I'll just keep a magnum condom on me all the time. He goes up to a girl, and he drops the magnum condom. He goes, I dropped my monster condom for my magnum dong. <laughs> Is that why you tweeted that today? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, I thought you were going to say that she said something like, no, is that your he's, raincoat? He's, 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 trying, your raincoat? he's trying to record them, like, having banter. He's like, I listened to it in the car. My stereo's busted. He's recording. He goes to flip the tape. He goes, I recorded over my Luther Vandross <laughs> mixtape. That's why you tweeted oh, that? No. <laughs> you just, you just been tweeting? It's always sunny all day? Dude, nice. and it's funny every time. Bob, you need to just, like, Bob, p- put it on, take so, some medicine, and you'll be like, all right. You already have my Apple account. Why not just take well, my on, Hulu account? It's on Hulu, yeah. Do you know what I learned, Micah? What? We could We could set up a family sharing account, <laughs> which means we wouldn't have to deal with knowing each other's accounts anymore. They would just be linked. You know how many times I have to change my password? All right, well, let, let's stay on track. Did you yeah, watch? Okay. Did you watch anything else besides that new girl, the Thirty for Thirties? Yes. Yeah, so Bob sends me a Snapchat around Sunday. I think Sunday morning, around like eleven o'clock. And for some reason, I, I, you've been about it for a while, but you just started too. Ever since quarantine, about the the bandana. Hell yeah! Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's rocking a bandana, and he goes. This is how I know you're sick. And he flips the camera and he zooms in. He goes, you watch Galaxy Quest. Galaxy dude. Quest is great, <laughs> Yo, dude. dude. Sick, it's great. He rented it. <laughs> it was $15. <laughs> Which I don't $15. blame you for not the, buying no, it. No, the best is he rented it and then he's like, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make but sure he would bu- like but it. But I haven't bought it yet. Is there it, seriously it, a family sharing plan? Yeah, yeah. Well, I literally added my sister to oh mine. My so that okay, get so okay. You guys so, just might as well get a domestic partnership at this point. That's not you true. Fruits. So Fuck get that. on his health insurance. It's probably really good. It I'm only gay in the back. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah, I, I know it is. That's what I'm saying. Good. It's better than Best Buy's. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so let so let me do something. Bob, what have you watched this week? Uh, so, we don't care. <laughs> oh, damn. damn. Okay. I care. What'd you watch? Damn, fuck you! To, You're supposed to roll with it. Um, I got really, I, I got really amped and fo- and got FOMO when Dan uh, showed us that he was watching Tenet. So I bought a ticket to oh, Tenet dude. for Tuesday, which was yesterday, and yeah. to prep. Thanks, dude. For my excitement, yeah, you were working. I asked everybody in the chat. 
not everybody. That's true. Uh-huh. Take it off mute. And That's true. I should take it off mute. I binged <laughs> all the Nolan movies that I could. I watched The Prestige Saturday night. Finally. I watched Dunkirk in did the you, morning. Did you see Memento? This, yeah, finally. I know. <laughs> did you see Memento? I've seen Memento a couple okay. times, so that wasn't included. I couldn't watch it somehow easily. I watched Interstellar with my sister of course. and her uh, fiancé when, when they came over. So that was awesome. I watched um, um, Dunkirk. Inception. I watched Inception. Yep, yeah. Fact. So uh, every movie you just name is great. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. No one doesn't have bad movies. I'm trying to so, think. I definitely watched more too throughout the week. So but. you didn't watch Insomnia, right? Oh, I watched The Town again. I only okay. watched it the once way back when. Dude. It was a good movie. Yeah, really, yeah, really good. good. Um, how how awesome was Tenant? Yo, Tenant is fucking wild. Tenant was sick. <laughs> oh, dude, you need to go. It was just you, totally Taylor, sick. you just need to like wake up early Saturday and go. I, it's probably well. It's my mother's birthday, so I. All right, that's not important. I'll go with you again if you want to go Sunday. No, I before football, know. before football. No, I don't need a pity fuck. Like, like yes, this, you do. This, yes, this, that's what you. I do. This is. I do. This yeah. is literally what I said before. I go. It's our thing. We get coffee in the morning, then we go on a movie date at nine a.m. for a matinee. I show. told my sister and her fiance. They were like, "What time are you trying to go?" I was like, "The earliest time is two thirty. If I had it my way, I'd be there at eight a.m." <laughs> Big facts. When no one's in. The, it was. Uh, where'd you go to see it? Uh, GSP. Okay, GSP. That's Dude, it was great though. Like I was. It was everything I needed. My first mo- trip back to the movies. Absolutely. It was definitely. Like a couple times, I'm like, "What? What? Oh, okay, okay, I got it." And nah, but, plenty but, of times. Nah, but plenty like, no, of times. But like, no bullshit. If you do want to go Sunday, let's talk after this. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'll Taylor, you're gonna you love it. Uh, may, maybe actually. Um, I, I start work the next day, so I got to do shit. Like I, I've been doing all my shit during the week, yeah. so it's like I got to do all my shit Sunday now, which sucks. But maybe. Dan, what uh, did you watch this week? Um, so I've been like I said, I've been watching It's Always Sunny. I watch. I think I'm ev- I'm thinking of ending things. Um, there was something else, but I did watch Mulan. Uh, the new live action. You Let's had to rent it. it. Let's hear it. Fucking ass. Let's hear it. Come oh, on. Oh, and you had to rent it. No, motherfucker. Oh, please, okay, I ain't paying thirty okay, bucks. Okay. I wouldn't Good pay save, five man. bucks. Good save. Come on. Motherfucker, yeah, Good save. yeah. No, exactly. Child, um, please. Yeah, child, please. Um, it was okay. Some of the uh, it, it's filmed very well. Um, like the the, the, the cinematography is good. good. It's great. They filmed it right outside the concentration camps in China. Thanks, Disney. Um, they're dead ass serious. Family friendly. They even have a thank you to the Chinese propaganda unit uh, at the, in the credits as well. Oh, nice. Um, so it so you love the cartoon, Taylor, right? It's it's one of the most underrated Disney movies out there. So one of the big things. No, it's from what I remember. I saw it in the movie theater. Don't crucify me for it if it's Pixar, please. Pixar, no, Pixar is only like the Toy Story animation. That's the same thing. Uh, it's Disney Pixar, stupid. Uh, <laughs> go watch Cars and shut up. Uh, so in Mulan, you know, the big struggle in it is that she's, you know, her dad is the one that's drafted to go to this war or yeah. whatever. And she has like no training and she knows her father can't. She's a girl, obviously. She hides. It's like this big struggle. She doesn't know how to fit in, but she goes there and she has like no military training. Right. She has no experience. This one starts out that she's like a Jedi. Like she could do all this crazy shit. She's just gifted or whatever. She's basically Ray, except not being a Palpatine by the end of it um so then there's no real like conflict where she decides to go off and join the war there's she she's oh, the, so it's a reimagining it, it's supposed to be well first off it's it's pg-13 so it's supposed to be more like the classic myth of mulan which is a classic chinese like yes. story okay um and then it's just it's got no heart it's got no soul the battles aren't even that great like it's a lot of killing but there's no blood um it, it's it just was wholeheartedly it, my, listen I wanted to see it. I wasn't like super pumped about it. The landlord was really excited to see. Ooh, the landlord was really excited to see it, and she was more disappointed than I was. Really, I was fucking bored, and it was supposed yeah. to be like this. It was two hours that it, you know, like sometimes when it's a two-hour movie and it goes slow, and that means it's boring. And sometimes it's a two-hour movie that goes fast because you just don't care, and like you don't even realize you're just zoning out, and like you're zoned out for thirty minutes. Yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, that's kind of what this was like. Mulan was really, really bad. Wow. Um, uh, I watched the first kinda two stinks. episodes of the new season of The Boys, which are fucking gr- It's great so oh, yeah, far. I, I saw that, too. I saw yeah. all three episodes. Um, they released two, right? Uh, three. They're, they're, three. They released three. three, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, which oh, we'll yeah. just go. We'll segue right into that. So the boys, um, Rotten Tomatoes from critics and audiences. It's it was ninety seven percent, crazy high rating, even better than the first season. But now it's getting review bombed. If you if is. you go on Amazon Ooh. Prime and you look at the stars out of five, it's only got two point three. Which is fucking. Stupid. And you want to know why it's getting review bombed? Because these fanboy pussies are mad that they're not releasing the whole season at once because they want to binge it. We 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 had a we had like a, we we touched on that conversation lightly in our group chat. Yeah. And I, I like I was excited that like I have to wait till Friday. Yeah, there's you know we, what I mean? we had a it's discussion growing up. We had a discussion yeah. about this on the show a while back. We, we were did. talking about the argument of binging versus um the you know the week after week. And there's certain shows that I think are great for binging. Stranger Things, great for binging. It, it's it's fast paced. There doesn't need to be these huge cliffhangers unless it's the end of the season. But the they're thing not, I, uh, I they're not fatigue worthy. Yeah, exactly. But then there's somewhere the anticipation is half of the enjoyment on the show where you build up and you're like, I can't wait to see what happens next week. One of the best examples I can give as as mediocre as the final season of Game of Thrones yes. was this. The first the second episode of the season was this, you know, methodical pace building up to the long night yeah. where you're just kind of like you feel this dread. It's eerie and you don't know what's going to happen. Then the episode ends and all week right up until the long night episode starts. You're like, oh, shit. Dude, oh, to- shit. Dude, the top of our episodes were 45 minutes of what the fuck is yeah, happening. Yeah, exactly. So th- there's you're, there's certain things. On the, when The Walking Dead was at its peak, the anticipation going into next week, um, it's it just there's something to it where, you know, for years this is how TV was. That you just, you waited, you waited, you waited. I actually like it now. Not yeah, for, it's... Not for years, forever. Yeah, yeah. For, forever. For de- That's how it was until recently. And this is the thing that these dorks don't really get is that all these platforms are going to eventually go to that, including Netflix, because so many people, what they do is they pay $5 for a prepaid. They put two or two to $5 on a prepaid card. They create a new account to get the free month of Netflix. They fucking, cause you have to put a credit card in. Yep. They do that. Then they cancel it. And they, the way you stop that is by releasing one episode a week. And it works like Hulu does it. And they've done some really good shows. Um, HBO max is doing it. HBO has been doing it one, one week at a time forever. I, it, I don't, it doesn't really bother me if it's like a bin, if it's a half hour show, just release it all at once. Once. If it's yeah, an it's hour episode, right. fine. If it's like a, a, an epic dramatic show, like The Boys is turning out to be, right. which um, what's his name? Homelander is becoming one of my favorite television characters because he's, he's so, so fucking. He's, he's so despicable. A, he's such a he kid. and the guy is great at it. He's yeah. great in the role. For and a I relatively I'm, known name. And I'll too. never be able to look at Superman the same way again. <laughs> That's much. all I think of. But um, outside of that, I didn't really watch much else. Uh, a couple documentaries I watched, uh, just boring political stuff. I watched the Untold History of the United States, Oliver Stone's thing. Oh, cool. Um, nice. Which has some cool stuff in it. There, you know, there's some interesting stuff in there. And a lot of it is just um, uh, communist ass kissing, which he loves to yeah. do. Well, as far as not even watching anything, um, I finally finished. So it's, again, speaking of waiting for shit to come out okay. in episode form. Um, I've been waiting for a couple months. This guy, Mike McCormick, who has his own podcast, has been releasing a four-part series chronicling the ghost inside, you know, with the, yeah, going yeah. through the bus accident, the recovery, you know, how they got to where they are. And now is like the uh, they just released the final episode, I think, a couple days ago. Completely forgot about it. So I'm going to listen to it on the way home. Um, that is something, I, again, I was looking forward to sure. for a long time. So when I hit the first one, I listened to it, I'm like, Fuck, I want to listen to it all right now. I know. That part in my brain now, just because in today's day and age, is like, fuck, I need it all right now. Of course, yeah. But instant gratification. But the week, the two-week anticipation, and then it dropped with me on... Unexp- oh, I, I forgot and then about you, it. Then you're like, oh shit, yes, yes, I'm yes. I'm like, fuck yeah, and I listen to it again, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, now I gotta wait two more weeks. Yeah, it's... But 
that has made the experience that much better. Absolutely does. You know what it, I mean? It's, it's like that. I mean, here's the thing. Like, with binging, it's great when it's a show that's been over for years. Like, yeah. people that only saw The Sopranos for the first time in the last few so, years. Breaking Bad, shit like that. Well, so that was he, a good face. Speaking Bob. of Sopranos, we're about to finish season five, me and Nick. Does he still love it? Oh, still loves it. He I he, so. he, he said literally last night, he's like, you know, when this is done, we could probably watch it again. Oh, dude, exactly. it's, it's so easy. Like sometimes so, when you finish it, you're like, I want to start it again. So he just watched. Um, he just watched. Yeah. Oh boy, he just saw Phineas. Uh, watch Vito sucking that dude's oh, dick. My God. He just saw Adriana tell Chrissy that she's been the FBI. Oh, stuff. so she's dead now. So she's dead. He saw that. That is an happen. amazing. That's one of the best. And he episodes. didn't see it coming at all. Oh, like that whole long, eerie the, drive the, with, uh, with, with Silvio. Yeah. That, he that, didn't that see whole episode. Long term parking is one of the most because Adriana. In the re- there's a reason they didn't show her get killed on screen is because and what they said was that she's probably the only morally sound character that is as like a central part on the show. Big like facts. She she did some you know she's doing drugs she helped cover up that murder or whatever which is why she uh, sure, sure, she got sure, in trouble sure. but she's a good person who gets her ass kicked by Christopher constantly. All it's treated the time. like it's treated like shit but she's one of the most morally sound characters and it it would have been too much to show her get killed on screen so I think it was even more effective to show just. Yeah. Her growing away goes over the trees and the gunshot. away like a no, dog. It, yeah, it, it was. Thing. It, it, yeah, I like Sylvia's playing. Get over here, you fucking bukyak. Well, <laughs> that's what he said. Get over here, you cunt. All yeah. right. But, but that was again like saying like just watching that for the first time, like seeing her crawling off screen and still pull the gun. You're like, yeah. God damn it, Literally. man. Like I actually like. He pulls off Adriana to the side, yeah. and it's weird. And then he gets out the car and starts going to her side, and you're like, oh no. And even like when you just all right, let's go. Well, the second when you're. They're, they telegraph it, obviously. But no, honestly, they kind of tease you, too, because at first, it, it's her dream that she's driving off on her own. Yes. And then it cuts to her and in the car her with Sylvia. And you're just like going to the hospital to see Chrissy and, because and he just uh, like, tried to commit suicide. You're like, fuck, Was Adriana. that right when Tony, or was that, was that when Tony, Tony called her and right. That Christopher tried to kill himself. And yes. uh, he's Tony, at the... Sylvia, Chrissy went to them. Sil's going to pick you up. We're at the hospital with him. His mother's down here. Blah, blah, and blah. then, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, all right, let's see what else I got. Uh, so these wildfires out in California. Wild. Did you see okay. pictures? Uh, yeah, dude. Some of them, the one picture, it's like it's like fucking red. And I'm like, oh my God, this looks like Spielberg's War of the Worlds. It That's does, what it looks dude. like. And then it comes out how the fire started. Go ahead. Did, Go you, ahead. did you hear about it? Celebrating all your glory. I, I'm thrilled because I'm right again. Perot's knows it was caused by fireworks from a gender reveal party. That was almost as good as when at uh, Kirk Cousins. Gender is that why all the memes dude. have been coming up? Yeah, dude. This is one that looks like it's a nuclear bomb, but yeah, it's blue. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> That's why when you watch the video of Kirk Cousins at his gender reveal party, he he threw a football. Who's at, at like a tree. Your <laughs> at a gender reveal party, he throws a football at a tree and he almost missed. Yeah, it. dude, it was a typical Kirk Cousins pass. Right. If it, it, you might as well just said he was playing a team above five hundred yeah. and it's uh, prime time. But it's like, <laughs> so so when I threw saw, it to the wrong tree. When, when I saw when I saw the pictures again, it's just it's all red. So someone posted a picture of a UPS truck. Like they're they're doing normal. It's normal life. Sure, but it's, it's just red out. So it's a UPS truck outside, and again, like you said, it looks exactly like fucking War of the Worlds. It's, and, and uh, no, I'm good, I'm good. And um, so I'm watching this, and then I find out it's a gender reveal party. The first thing I think is, all right, don't text him, don't do nothing, <laughs> just go to his Twitter. And the first thing that pops up was, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Dude, I knew it. like... The gender reveal parties, they've served no purpose other than fucking stroke... One of the best gender reveal parties you could have, you go to the fucking doctor, and he tells you it's a boy. Woo! Then you call people, you text you, fuck your party, fuck your blue powder, your pink powder, your blue fireworks, your pink fireworks. You know what? 
I, I this is why I'm in full favor of people not gendering their children because <laughs> then they can't have a gender. We're well, having a they. We're having a gender yeah. neutral. We're having a gender neutral yeah, party. A gender neutral so, party, okay, guys. So, I guess it is 2020. Yeah, yeah. Be supposed so, to choose. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. So, so let me ask you like a serious question. Then, so say, you know, uh, you know, you you get married, you have kids, blah sure, blah blah. Sure. Uh, you know, as your as your wife is or whoever, maybe you knock some some brought up. I'm, right? I am getting married. Like the movie in not like knocked up the sure, movie. Sure. And like like would you want to know or would you want to have that moment where um, you walk where you walk out and you tell everybody it's a girl it's a boy. I probably would just want to know because that makes buying things and people buying things for you much easier and like doing the yeah, room. Yeah, but like fuck them. I, I, no, 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 no. I'm saying because here's the thing: when you have a baby. You don't pay for almost anything. I know. And that. the last thing you want is them buying you all girl shit, and then you have a boy, or them buying you all boy shit, then you have a girl. Or you don't tell, or they, so or they just buy you a bunch of yellow. They shit. buy you a bunch of yellow <laughs> shit. Yellow so it, it it also like you know you you do, and people say you should. Uh, it's crazy the amount of people I know that are like, oh, you shouldn't be giving them certain colors based on their gender. I'm like, no motherfucker. My kid, if he's a boy, he's not wearing pink until he decides he wants to wear pink. If you're a kid and you say you want to wear pink, fucking wear pink. I don't yeah, care. Why? But. Um, you 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 know you put fucking sports stuff up in there for a boy. You put Disney princesses and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse on there for a girl. You know, it's you funny, sh- out of all the stuff we talked about, this is the one's gonna get us in the most trouble. Probably yeah. no, no, probably oh, legitimately. It, it's it, it, that's that's probably true. Yeah, thank you. That What's means it's, it's okay. It's not even. Um, you know what wait, I mean? so you wouldn't want <laughs> it? Makes you, it okay? You, yes, of course. <laughs> it's like going it, to we, church. We're acknowledging it's inappropriate. It's like saying so I'm you, sorry. You wouldn't want to know the gender of your child. I probably wouldn't. No, I'm not. You want it to be a surprise like birth, and then that's how my mom. My mom did all her kids, and look how we turned out yeah but like, uh, I, like i i would kind of want again it's 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 romanticizing the event on it okay so okay then this is what i'll say sure. the first kid i'll want to know any kids after then make it a surprise dealer's choice yeah th- at that point yeah i mean dealer's choice with the women too oh, just, word. just dump loads dump all right, um all right oj um let's see i don't know if i could be in it for the long haul what with that, not knowing it, well it's got to be hard like i think but my mom so my Wait, mom hold on, hold on. Explain long haul to me. What do you? What, what, He's what, like what do you Josh. He'll long look long up the Game of Thrones spoilers before the season even starts. He'll be like the doctor. I don't do that. No, I but didn't I'm even say, pay attention. You guys talk about Mississippi grind because but, I want to watch but, it. But but here's the thing. That's true. You, you, you just said that you would look up the spoiler. No, he didn't. He never said that. He said he can't deal with the long haul of not knowing. Yeah. See. He yeah, would look like, in that, that's in that, different. Whatever. Okay, fine. If you want a spoiler on we're your own ar- kid. We're arguing semantics now. All we're right. Comparing Bob's unborn child to Game of Thrones. Next. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, sure let's Game see what I got next. Um, okay, do, do we believe nice. it? Do we believe it? <laughs> no. Odell Beckham Jr. No. Likes getting no. shit on. No, 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 no. Listen, he's eccentric. He's a crazy fuck. So there's maybe I would give it a fifteen a sixty five thirty five. How about that? I'll give it a sixty five thirty five. It's true. Okay, but now when you look, uh, that's not what I mean. I saw the accusation, but I don't know what the context of the story. When it was a, a girl that's like kind of like a porn star, she's like an escort saying that Oda Beckham likes getting shit on, like duty, like like actual shit. Uh, like, yeah, I'm gonna say what <laughs> you said fifteen percent plausibility. Yes, I'll say eight. Like, like something happened no, here, that triggered I, her I, to this get is the truth. I'm going to say it's a 50% chance because either he does or he doesn't. Yeah, I guess. Good point. <laughs> well, because well, here's my thing. Because I'm saying again, 8% consider, credibility consider, to this. Consider, okay, the, consider the source. When of was course. the last time you heard of this woman? No, of course. And not. again, I'm not trying to shame her or do none of that because 
whatever. Listen, how you make your bones, a, make your there's bones. There's a lot of but, shit out there for people but, who like fucked up shit, but like what feet. I'm, but what I'm saying is, it's shit. so it's. I don't know why it's so obvious to me that she's clout chasing. Yeah, of course. Like, it's just like no one heard of her until she said this. Because Odell Beckham Jr. is still one of the most polarizing figures in the NFL. Sure, sure. In pop culture, in sports, in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you say when anything is attached to OBJ, it's immediately going to garner some sort of attention. Corn. So just saying, and she's like pantomiming her shitting. And I'm like, like, what do you have? Oh, no, I, I, okay. I I'm like, need I'm like, what Donald do you have? Trump's uh, Twitter fact-checking crew on this. No, I want the tape of Donald Trump getting golden showers in Russia, apparently. That's need, the one I want to see. I need fucking, I need, you know what, never mind. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it all fair. I'm going to tell you why I don't believe he likes getting shit on. Because that's some white people shit. That's some shit white people are generally into. Potty play in the bed. And that's not even, that's me defending him, <laughs> like, frankly. Um, I think it, in, in, in his climate, he's got to be somewhere in that Wolf of Wall Street, like, coke up the asshole and some good old-fashioned anal sex kind of deal. <laughs> me and Taylor just both looked at each other at the same time. Where is he going with this? You know, um, he, some he, midget he shit, maybe. He, but he, like, he just reminded me so much of Jason Witten on Monday Night Football commentary. Starts a sentence, does not know where it's going. Yeah, he, he starts out in one place, and then he ends up in the North Pole. You were doing so good, too. I'm in the South Pole now. <laughs> Shut up. There, um, did you guys see the um, Antonio? This is what not even safe word. Is? This isn't even written down here, but um, no, say, his you, safe word? What do you think his safe word is? It's, like, it's definitely not like Wolfie. Or no, like, he just says make. <laughs> She wants him to make. make. What is she a fucking dog? <laughs> make. make on me. <laughs> um, it's funny yes, because the, um, apparently I, I, of course, I had to look this up when I saw, but I saw Antonio Brown was trending last week again. So I clicked it and I'm like, oh, there's apparently a sex tape of Antonio Brown out there okay. with some porn star. So naturally, I found it, of and it's, you. it's, it's, it's. You can't. You don't know definitively if it's him. It's a big dick. It, it's, nice. it's. Uh, it sounds like him. He's wearing the same watch that he's wearing in pictures, and it's a porn star that's giving him like giving him dome in like a gym, and she went to town on it. I fucking got a chub watching it. I was like, damn, that's some good top. Chub, um, huh? But I believe that's him. But yeah, I don't. Odell probably doesn't like getting shit on. I actually liked how he posted an Instagram picture about like uh, push the shit away. I was like, all right, that's pretty funny. Nice, he's nice, acknowledging nice. it like immediately because I heard it on I heard it on WFAN. What so? Here's the best part. So when the news broke, I was listening to Boomer and Geo in the morning, and I'm listening, and then Geo and Al Dukes are breaking it to Boomer. Boomer has no idea. Okay. So so they're like, all right, well, where can I find the video? He goes, just go on Twitter and just search OBJ. It's going to be the first. It's going to be a top hit. And he goes, make sure you mute your mic. <laughs> right? So Boomer starts playing the video, and all you hear is Geo and Al Dukes and Skizari freaking yeah, out. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn off. Turn off your mic. Turn off your mic. And then just... Because Boomer, Boomer, Boomer is a Boomer, so like not say he just he has Turns that up. old school mentality where it's like that's that funny. He lost his shit for like fifteen minutes, and literally the first thing out of Geo's mouth was like, "Oh wow, look, he's a I guess he's a number two receiver, huh?" I know. And then I tweeted, I said it thinking that I made it up, and then Josh had the best tweet about it. he's like, "Rest in peace, number two receiver joke," because it was everywhere. Dude, it was everyone dead was saying, within an hour of that news breaking. The, yeah, the joke, the joke was, was dead. dead. Yeah, but um. All right, so I'm going to propose two sequels to you guys. You get tell me yay or nay. One of them, the actor that was in it conf uh, said that it's in talks right now. The other one is apparently done, filmed, and just being edited and ready to get ready for streaming. The so first we, so one. We don't oh have boy. a real choice, really. Okay, no, I want to tell you if you're in favor of either of these. Okay. So the okay, first one, okay. um, Napoleon Dynamite 2. Nay. Nay. I, I appreciate the first one for what it was. It was very funny at the time. It still is funny when you watch parts of it, but that was just a out-of-nowhere kind of movie that kind of took everything by storm. Yeah. I don't think we need a sequel. He's old now. He won't look like a high schooler. I'm good. 
Uh, I think I watched it three times. The it's first funny. Time I There's some it. fun, really. No, I, I, I like. I've seen it plenty but of times. The first not, time when I saw that, it was different. But you, it's, I, it's I, also I couldn't like, help myself but keep watching. Oh, it hit hard the first. It was also funny like, for us because like that was big when we were growing up. So like, if you went anywhere and someone had to vote for Pedro shirt, you're like, that guy gets it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's like a little dated in the vote it's, for Pedro. It's, it's Uncle Rico is the most memorable part now, and Kip. Well, because Uncle Rico was just on a Sunday night Gardner Minshew. Yeah, dude, it was great. All right, so the other sequel, I'm going to tell you and give me yay or nay, and I told you about this in the group chat you probably had it muted so you didn't see uh, the group chat with josh so this sequel is done filming it's being edited now and then okay. it's going to be going to some streaming platform borat 2 yay 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 i saw yay. i saw, I saw some article of him uh, dressed as borat he's driving a car he's driving yeah, a truck yeah, yeah, yeah. give me borat 2 i don't need bruno 2 no i i still like bruno but i don't need bruno 2 i don't need bruno <laughs> i saw I you gave bruno too. i think like four stars I, bruno will make me laugh i think it's three and, and a half laugh. three I, maybe three and a half bruno's funny it bruno. was a little high and i just I, laughed bruno, I was like, dude, honestly it was just like good bruno's but, funny know, like, it, th- it got was, the bad rep because all the dicks dude, yeah of course that was the funniest part fact no more uh what was it like no interview with harrison ford fuck off yeah there's some parts in Bruno that it, when he tries hooking up with Ron Paul oh in the God. fucking hotel and Ron Paul's like, yeah, he's queerer than a $3 bill. <laughs> Dude, when he's on the fake Maury show, he's got the black. Oh, kid. he says, I gave him a typical African name. OJ. OJ. And he goes, he's, he's, I, 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 swapped it, I swapped for him. You swapped the baby for what? For an iPod. An iPod. Dude, I just rewatched that a, a couple months ago with the landlord. And I was still laughing at it. It's not as funny because he was known at that point, so he had to stage more of it. Of course. But it still has really funny parts in it. When I saw it in the theater, that part when he goes to the S&M thing, oh the whole orgy when he's trying to be straight, <laughs> I, I remember I saw it in the theater, and this was one of the ones that you could tell was not staged because these people had no idea what right. he was doing. And then the the dominatrix is trying to get on, get with him, and she's beating him up. He jumps out of the fucking window of the house. I laughed so hard in the packed theater, and I fucking beefed so loud, <laughs> the whole theater heard it. So Borat too, he's apparently filmed it. I remember I sent it to you like a month ago that there was already footage of him out as Borat. You told me about this, and I just right. thought maybe he was doing some clips, and maybe it was gonna be for Who Is America season two. The whole premise of this is that Borat is back in America celebrating how successful he thinks he's a big movie star now because of the success of the 2006 movie. So now he's Borat going undercover as another ca- other characters, but Borat. Dude, it's almost so it's 15, Borat going undercover. It's almost 15 okay. years later, man. That's 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 2006. Great. It came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's crazy. Awesome. So uh, and I, apparently it's going to come. Rumor is right to streaming. When is um, it coming out? No, we don't know. This literally just came out yesterday. Oh, the so movie, like it it's just, done filming. Oh, so they so they need to still need to this edit is how this, well, is, this is how you well he announce it. it this is how well secret. he must have done this. That there only one video being one of the most recognizable characters since 2000. Yeah. Only one video him came out in Borat character that he went so incognito. He probably, that's the whole, that thing where he went to that Republican, that, oh, uh, that protest. Dr. Fa- he was, CNN, what, what you gonna, gonna do? Chop them, them up like, like the Saudis, Saudis do. do. Yeah. Dr. Fauci, what you gonna do? Inject him with the Wuhan flu? That could have yeah. been for this. Oof. Because Borat is supposed to be going into like the, the quirks of American culture. Right. Um, the other part in Bruno I really like is when he's at the MMA fight at the end oh my and he starts getting, <laughs> my asshole is only for shitting. <laughs> so, 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 but we're definitely, I need an Ali G show to come back. I, I, I would love that. I, I need to I sit have back the whole, and just sit there and hear a I only saw a few shot. episodes. Oh, it's so funny. One of the best, epi- the Ali G character is still my favorite from the show. Yeah. Um, one of the best ones is when he's talking to um, like a guy that's like a, a sex teacher, like about safe sex and things like that. Okay. And he goes, let me ask you. For the little kids that can't afford the Connie, Connie's, is what he calls Connie's, yeah. do you recommend using a Dorito bag? 
dude, he's asking. Uh, he's he, so he, cool there's, ranch. There's so, yeah, cool ranch. You know, do the fucking spicy nacho. Oh. <laughs> Taylor, do you remember when we put your Doritos in the blender? <laughs> dude, the best was me. So I go oh, in his room. Was I there? No, you came later. So this is what happened. Um, me and the landlord is when Taylor and I lived together. I know what you did. I'm gonna tell. I want to tell the story to the show. So <laughs> we, we come home and I go. I walk by Taylor's room and I see a full unopened bag of spicy, spicy nacho Doritos. Oh. And I'm like, all right. Fucking And fall. I bring it up, and I look at the landlord. She's like, we should put them in the blender. I was like, yeah. Yeah, she's, so, she's the real fucking mastermind. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we get the fucking, like, the, the, you deserve the, we you get, like, the, the ninja bullet, right? In my room. So we we dump them in, right? We're grinding them. Right then, as we're doing it, Quaz walks in. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're blending Taylor's Doritos. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so then I, I, t- I take the Doritos, I pour them back in the bag. At this point, it's like a fucking um, like it's, a, it's, it's a like cinnamon. It, look, it looks like a spice. Yeah. So it, we it's what you back. get at the end. We, the powder. We, we hang out. It no, was it was finer. worse than that. It was, it was like sand. Pixie, t- like a pixie stick. Nice. So he he comes home. We hang out for a little while. Like night goes by. He texts me when I'm in my room, like going to bed. He's like, "Did you do something to my Doritos?" And I was like, "No, what happened?" I was like, "Hold on, I'm coming to you." He's like, "Look." And he shows it to me. I'm like, did you step on him? Is the first thing I said. <laughs> so he's like, ah. He goes, ah, oh, fuck it. And he goes like this. He goes, <laughs> just a whole a Dorito cloud comes out. He genuinely. I bought you a new bag. I probably would have poured him down he my did. mouth. All right, what do I have so next? So stupid. He told, um, he told I don't that. Blame you. He told that. Sh- he told that same fucking story in shots for legs. Oh, and, dude. And the first thing Fudge was like. So wait, you still ate them? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He goes, oh, my God, you're a dick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next thing I have here, canceled this week. I only have one thing canceled this week, and this is actually a celebration. This is, is a great thing that's canceled. Okay. Keeping, and- keeping up with the Kardashians oh, is oh, finally yes. coming to an I end. I was hoping it was the Fast and Furious movie. I hope that soon, too, and I think it will. That's not because you're here. When I, it's because Josh isn't. <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw that it, the, the timeline said 2007, is I think with the first episode, been, I was like, "Are you time. fucking kidding?" It's been yeah. a long time. And listen, we allowed that to be on the air for that no, long. No, we we didn't. Yeah, well, not us. Stupid people okay. did. Um, and I dated. Who are stupid I, people? I, huh? Who are stupid? I a, think. a lot, a lot of them, a lot of them. Name them. Um, name them. Uh, uh, you won't name them right now. Who landlord? No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Wait, who, who I, are we I, talking I just about? told you a couple days ago how who? terrified I am of my her. sister was definitely one of those people. Um, uh, all my exes watched it. Who do you want me to say? Are I, you, I don't know. I'm just, I'm uh, just no, trying it's, to put but on obviously, a spot. If it lasted trying to this, be a dick for once. If, if, if it's been on this long, a lot of fucking people. I remember when she married Chris Humphreys and that was fucking everywhere. What was it two weeks? It was two weeks. I think it was 32 days or something. And he was an okay player for the Nets. Yeah, he, he was good when they were terrible and then they got good and he was terrible. That's literally how Yo, it went. Big um so this this show has been so like um first off the one Jenner that looks like Kim now, I think that's Kylie, the one that was dating Travis Scott, I guess. Yes. Yeah, Kylie. Yeah. So she Kylie Jenner, she, she's worth a billion dollars. And she looks nothing like she did when she was younger. Like Kendall still looks like she did when she was younger. The other one just looks like she became Kim. She got the butt implants, the, sure, the sure. curve implants. Chloe looks I, like OJ's daughter. I, I can't hate on any of these girls. Like Not Kim, I, I can't hate she on Kim. She changed her entire face. No, no, yeah, true. I can't hate on Kim because she'd made an empire out of a sex tape. Exactly. Or should I say her mother made an yeah, empire Chris out did. of her sex her daughter's sex tape. Daughter's which is so tape. weird. And let's be fair, we've all seen the sex tape. Sure. Yeah. Big yeah. Who I, we've all seen it several times. We've all cranked one out over it several I times. I guess in in some ways she deserves that. 
getting cranked out over. I think yeah. I think the most like the most unfulfilling sex tape was the Paris Hilton one. No, honestly, no, that because she gave, no, she gave great head. She gave a great blowjob. This this is the big. This is why I have respect for Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian, Pamela Anderson. I don't believe you can be called a sex symbol until I see you take dick on tape. Because then I know you take it. Well, it's yeah. because Tommy Lee gave hope to white guys everywhere that we could have a hog like that. Yeah, he, and now he's dating Brittany Ferlin, who's a fucking smoke show, too. And mm-hmm. she was a, like one of the first Vine celebrities. Yo, you need to listen to his interview on uh, your mom's house. Uh, I don't know if I can. I fucking hate Tommy Lee. He let a kid die in his pool. Oh, I'm, well, okay. well, you can't argue Ooh. against that. I didn't even know what he, And about. he beat up Pamela Anderson a lot. Next question. And now Pamela Anderson's like dating Julian Assange, which is fucking weird. The Why creator of WikiLeaks. No, she's not. They, she doesn't say dating. She says she's a companion, but she's gone to visit him at the fucking embassy he's hidden in. So like, so like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, the one that Benedict Cumberbatch played. Uh, yeah, the creator of WikiLeaks. Dude, um, Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. God um, damn it. The, uh, the Walking Dead was announced today. Will be coming to an end after season eleven in twenty twenty. Really? Good. I've been the over fi- it. The I final season. The final season. The last two seasons have actually been the best they've been in a long time. It just. I don't care. It's just. It, it, I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna. Where I went. I'm gonna. I'm gonna catch up with all of it before it ends. Because I committed to so much before. I'll commit to so much at the end. Um, but they already announced right after there's another spinoff series coming. You got it's, the, it's outlived its fucking is it welcome now? at this point. It's still the highest rated show on TV, what which I still don't now? understand because like no one fucking talks about it anymore. But that's the thing; they do. That's what's weird. Just not as many. The thing is, its ratings are still crazy high. Like people are like, "Well, WWE's ratings are down so much." I'm like, "It's still the most watched wrestling show. It's not even debatable." What's the score now? Thank God for Jeff McNeil. What did he do? Hit another home run? Two home runs. Two home runs? Oh, sorry, so they at the same time. No, he had a two. <laughs> he had a two run home run. Okay, five, so it's five three. three. Um, that's four straight games with a home run. The record for the Mets is four, so he has a chance to he's, break he's it. He's doing good. Um, so yeah, The Walking Dead is going to come to an end. They already have one spinoff series in Fear of the Walking Dead. Another one coming out this year. They have two movies coming out, and then another spinoff series after this one is done. Um, it, it's a fucking empire. I mean, the comic just ended, so I'm assuming it's going to go a similar route to how the comic okay. ended. Um, no one thought the comics were going to end. He, all of a sudden, he was just like, oh, here's the last issue, and then it was done. Word. Um, and it was a satisfying ending, but, you know, it's going to be one of these shows that's going to be in circulation forever and ever because it was, I mean, at the time, there was no show. I mean, it, you can't argue it. It's not even on the level. It's not on the level of Breaking Bad, Sopranos, Game of Thrones, uh, Watchmen, shit like that. But it was the most watched show on TV for so fucking long. The, f- the and- first long haul uh, <laughs> the first, first like, long five haul? seasons were good. Yeah. Yes. Well, then, then it hit. Well, then it hit. So then uh, Negan was, came in. Wait, hold on. What was Terminus? Season four. Uh, season four. Yeah. Season four was Terminus. No, no. Um. Yeah. Season season five was Terminus because season four was still the governor. Yes. Yeah. yeah I saw the governor die, yeah. and then one, then one one was one. Then you had the two farm, was the farm. The jail, three was the th- governor. Three was first governor. Four was the governor. Then five was Terminus. I stopped um, watching after Terminus. And see, that's it's it was still good. Uh, the it was I would say it started to hit a la- like a um a lull right around the time they started teasing Negan because it just took so long to actually to get, get to, to Negan. Negan. And then when Negan came, it was fucking badass. But it got so dark at that point, you're like, it can't get get much more dark than this. And then um then it then it kind of got boring. And then the last two seasons have actually been really good because now Negan's getting a a turn a little bit. I've heard Rick is gone now. I actually love the way they they wrote off Carl. I thought was really well done. They made it compelling again. But it, I I'm, I'm I'd be more interested to see what they do with the Rick movie. Um, with him being off, sure, yeah, off because yeah, yeah. that that's going to be interesting. Now Michonne is gone. Maggie just came back, from what I understand. Like I have an idea of what's happening on The Walking Dead. So when I do watch it, I don't need to be like fully engaged. It just it became such a show, so grand in scope 
that you can only do it for so long. I just uh, what I want to see with one of the spinoffs is it just be based in the very beginning of it because that's the most interesting thing. To yes, me. like yes, right when it started yes. out and when shit was falling apart. That is something I think Ground will be most zero. interesting. Like I want to give it a try again, and I think I might. But it, it does I'll get rewatch re- eventually. It does I'll get really season good. one because yeah. I did watch it like episode to episode from when yeah. it started. Well, well you, yeah. I stopped watching before you did. Uh, you guys had to talk me back into watching. Yeah. Josh is the only person I know that still follows well, it religiously. There was one time I went over the, the only, I went over the house and you guys were watching. You guys were like keeping up. Like we, you watched. I stopped last, last year. I think. Yeah. yeah, it was. I watched. Um, yeah, I think I I started this past season and then I was just like I I just it's Sunday night and football's on and I'm not gonna pay attention. Then I just never got to it. But I did that with the, yeah, pr- why, the season. Why wouldn't you change the time slot? Because they, football because they still well no here's the thing they they still won the ratings besides well, so football the yeah. rating their demographic was still really high because they get so many women that aren't watching sports but then when the playoffs come along is when they do their half season pause right. so the NFL playoffs start and they're like yeah. oh we're gonna come back this is the mid season finale yeah. um, all right should we start doing football stuff uh yeah we're around that time uh, not really but sure how far into <laughs> this are we it says twenty one hundred seconds all right which, which is, is equal to forty five it seems longer than that maybe it's wrong just wait hold on let's see it's so almost at, sixty we're at twenty one hundred seconds all right let's see twenty one hundred seconds this is so stupid times sixty I feel yeah so yeah dumb. okay all right let's do football picks guys uh we're at week <laughs> one of the NFL season uh the terms for this season have changed um so you heard on the show Bob uh the, the winner is still gonna get a bottle of booze of their choice. The loser is going to have to watch all the Fifty Shades movies. Is there a cap on the booze? Uh, yeah, it's like a, uh, 60, 60 to 80 bucks, we'll say, on the booze. A nice we, bottle. I would say make it an even hundred. All right, fine. Even hundred on because the booze. Because I, I already have okay. the bottle I want. Okay, well, that, that's interesting because you're not going to win. Um, <laughs> but, Dude, you just have to worry about not losing. Yeah, that's the key. You're talking because, about winning? Yeah, yeah. Because, because... That's how you lose. Listen, I'm defending my championship. Preaching to the choir, dog. Yeah, what are loser. we talking here? I'm um, speaking from experience. I know. I've watched you do it a lot. Yeah. All right. So the loser this year is winner. Gonna, the loser this year is going to have to watch all the Fifty Shades movies, and then on the website for each movie, write up five, at least five hundred word essay on the theme of the movie. Um, and and it, be it, serious. It, and it can't be troll. No, it cannot be a troll. So that's the key: is don't lose. Um, all right. So why don't we start out? I have Josh's picks as well. Um, so we'll start out with the first game of the 2020-2021 season. The Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs, a rematch of last year's uh, humiliating playoff loss for the Houston Texans when they were up 24 nothing, was it? Yes. Um, and then lost. Uh, they got crushed after that, after that horrible uh, fake punt attempt. Um, Kansas Bill City, a good coach. Uh, Kansas City is a nine-point favorite at home, uh, defending their home turf. They pretty much are bringing back almost all their starters from last year. Um, Pat Mahomes, fresh off that new deal, adding a new weapon in the rookie running back they drafted. Uh, I don't see how the Chiefs lose this game. I think they cover the nine points easily. Deshaun Watson and the Texans lost pieces this past year in um, DeAndre Hopkins, which is a massive loss. You don't know what you're going to get out of someone like J.J. Watt anymore. Um, they're still a, a talented team. Deshaun Watson's still a good player, but I don't think that team is built to keep up. I don't know what team is built to keep up with KC. And I don't. you have to have a defense to slow them down, and the Texans don't really have that. So for me, it's the Chiefs. Josh is also taking the Chiefs. Uh, also going to take the Chiefs. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs to cover. I have them in my parlay this week. Uh, uh, I took them at 9.5. So. so you're also taking the Chiefs. Nine and a half. 9.5. Yeah, it's going up. I believe that. I, I, I took him at nine, but either way, but yeah, uh, 
I mean, you want to sell Mahomes off fresh off his deal, Kelsey off his deal, Kelsey, Chris Jones, high, off Chris his Jones. Deal. high yeah, expectations, and Mahomes every, is not going to be one that's going to disappoint. No, I don't think so. Everyone back, barring a catastrophic injury, of course, Mahomes, yeah, sure. Like I, 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 I forget. What and he had one last year, and he came back after two weeks. I, but I still think Mahomes is MVP. I, yeah, he's, he's still just, the best quarterback until proven otherwise. Yeah. It's all his to lose. Yeah. Um, all right, next game is uh, the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Packers swept them last year. Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, we do know now that they will be without their star defensive end, one of the most underrated players in the league, and Daniil Hunter is going to be out the first three weeks of the season. Um, Josh took the Packers. I'm actually going to take the Vikings in this one. I think um, that they're just one of these games that they have to win. It's like a tone setter for them that they have to set the, the tone in their own division for once. They can't let the Packers do this. I do think the Packers have a really good chance in this game. Obviously they do. I think a second year of familiarity with Matt LaFleur's system is going to be really good for Aaron Rodgers and that offense. Um, now we do know that the Packers, see, you know, the, the 49ers told the Packers what they were going to do in the playoffs. They threw the ball eight times and they still ran the ball down their throats. But I, I think the Vikings will be able to pull this one off. The loss of Stefan Diggs is huge because we saw without Adam Thielen last year that their offense, even with Stefan Diggs, was uh, painful. And Thielen is a guy that I think is going to have, he was great a couple years ago, but he seems like one of these dudes that's going to start having hamstring issues like he did last year. But yeah. I'm still going to take the Vikings for a big game from Dalvin Cook uh, to really run the ball down at their throats. Um, I think um, Ngakwe is going to have a really big game against uh, the Packers as well, so I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm taking Green Bay uh, just simply on the fact that the loss on the, loss on the defensive line, Everson Griffin and Daniel Hunter, yeah. is going to play a big role. I mean, you still have Harris, you still have an aging Harrison Smith back there. You know, uh, Xavier Rhodes is yeah. gone. Uh, what's his name? I mean, they still have Kendricks. They still have a lot of really, really, really good linebackers, but I think that – Week one, with everything being so weird and not a lot of practice, no play time, none no of this. preseason, yeah. And I think Aaron Rodgers has again Aaron Rodgers a firm has, grip on the offense. He has it, and he always has. Yes, please, thank you. And he always has. That's so a good throw. I, I, I will take it was even better catch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like I said, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and especially in a division game. And Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. And Kirk oh, Cousins yo. is Kirk Cousins. Let me get a dart. I don't. Oh, here, go to open, open up the other pack. A dart. You just call it a dart. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. He's talking about Siggies. Anyway, I have Green Bay, even though I still think Green Bay is still very Fugazi, honestly. They were a Fugazi, what were they, 12-4 and four last year? Last year. And they yeah, were yeah still, but I don't, they were, think, I don't think there's a recipe for anything different this year. I don't think they have a difficult schedule overall. They don't. I, they don't. But I, I do Listen, th- but I, I agree with you, which is why it makes it kind of for an easy pick. But I also, but you're also not wrong either because God for listen, what happens if Dalvin Cook decides just to go for 300 yards, which and, is very well, possible. And the other thing I think that's going to be interesting with the Packers this year is I think both the Bears and Lions will be better teams this year. Stafford should be healthy. The I think Lions, here, not the Bears. I like. I think Nick the Bears Foles will be better. They were so bad last the year. Bears. Got it. <laughs> you ruined that. I wanted to. You, All right. Uh, um, and uh, who are you taking, Bob? Packers, Vikings. Um, my okay. My, if, hold on. My wait, wait, wait. Before my, you pick. If everyone, let if pick? Ev- no, if everyone picks against him, he wins. You know it's true. You know it's fucking true. That happens all the time. He, Josh picked Packers. Yeah, and so did he. Fuck. Okay, hold on, time out. Who'd you put in your parlay? Did you was anyone in this game? Did you put in your Not, parlay? Okay, I wanted to put money on 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 Green Bay, but I didn't like it, and that's where my gut gets in gets me in trouble. So yep. I avoided it. So for the purpose of the demonstration, to fuck Perosi, hopefully. You're taking the Packers. Yeah. All right. All right. Next game we got is the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, two and a half point favorites at home. Fucking worst. 
Who? Him. What do you do? Because no. everyone picked Green Bay and you picked yeah, Minnesota. I, so I you know what that means when Minnesota wins. I told everybody. No, listen, everybody I'm, not, I'm not picking that game with confidence. Um, so um, nobody. This, is. this game actually. Vikings are home, so that's yeah, totally and they have a good home field. Like, like, um, so the Lions, two and a half point favorites, uh, just signed Adrian Peterson to go with uh, DeAndre Swift and uh, on Johnson. So it's a pretty good backfield. Does Matt Patricia know how to use them? Uh, good question. Uh, I think they're going to be better this year. I do think the Bears will be better this year. There's no way they could be worse than last year. It was so funny last week, Josh, like Nick Foles is going to be the quarterback, and that night they announced Trubisky. <laughs> that Trubisky <laughs> is. <laughs> um, but I'm going to take the Lions in this one. I just think that at home, I I, thi- I don't know if they're the better coach team because I don't think Matt Nagy's that bad, but I don't think Matt Patricia's that good. And I was a big Patricia guy for a long time, and I just haven't seen it. I think he's going to be the first coach fired this year, ultimately. Um, actually, Patricia? no, no. Doug Marone's going to be the first coach fired this year. Then, then, then Patricia. Yes. Um, but I'm going to take the Lions. I just trust Stafford's stability at home a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I'll, just give me the better quarterback. Um, I, I think that uh, their offense is better than uh, Chicago's defense. Yeah, yeah. And their defense is pretty good, but yeah, but it's it's but not it's not good enough to overcome a quarterback that can only lead you to thirteen points on offense every game. Well, maybe I'm also kind of being judgmental because I just watched the '85 Bears with of course, the of course. defense, and obviously Marino was the only person that gave them their only loss. It's true, but um, Car- carved them bad. Yeah, bad. Really it didn't bad. even look like a good defense. No, it didn't. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna go with Detroit just because I think that listen, Detroit's gonna get to a hot start. And I really think that they got off to a hot start last year before they were what two one and one because they had a tie. But what I'm saying is I think that they replicate it without yeah. the tie. Yeah. And I think that this is. Oh, gonna I be hope it. they tie three times in a row. That's gonna be awful. <laughs> oh my god! Why the fuck would you do that? It's we good. had like three ties I, last year. I would. I would. They're always involved in one of them. Always, every time, every single time, it, yep. without fail, they're always involved. Them and in the a tie. Bengals. Them and the Bengals. And yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Too. True. So, uh, Bob, who, Bob, who are you taking? Uh, I'm saying no preseason. Matt, um, Matty Ice has it figured out. Matty Ice? Wrong game. <laughs> Bears, Who's Matty Ice? Bears Lions. Wait, hold on. No, he's saying Matty, Matty Ice is Matt Ryan, not Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Same <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> It's almost as bad as it's almost as bad as when we had the death row fantasy football league and Quaz. Listen, worse than me, first overall, Quaz takes Matt Stafford. It was auto pick. It wasn't auto pick. We were we were in Nick's backyard. No, we think, were all I, there. Was that the year after Matt Stafford threw like forty seven touchdowns? Yes. So he was like, oh, and Matt Stafford wasn't good the next Matt year. Matt Stafford was like one of the that. best quarterbacks in the league the year before, and he goes, "I'll take him number one overall." And, worse than my pick. And even and then, I would have been overall. like, maybe if he he was the last pick in the first round, you could do that. I but. tried to. I tried Wait, to. So you're taking the Lions? Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I, just, I, I just had to apparently, get that out Apparently he's taking the Falcons and the Bears and Lions I want game. Matty Ice. <laughs> what? The Falcons are going to come I in and I never want Matty Ice as in Matt Ryan, okay? That's fair. That's fair. At least he's in your division. So you I've been sabotaging people's fantasy leagues by <laughs> incepting the idea that they should draft... Uh, uh, what, Matt Ryan the first no, round? No, no, no. Pat Mahomes. Like, they just, should. Just I'm trying to pick. figure out your That's logic. not a stretch. First round, just fucking draft him. Are you trying to lose? He's going to throw, like, 60 touchdowns this uh, well, year. That, you if know. he breaks Peyton's record, oh, I'm going to be so angry. There's a good chance he will. I know. All right, let's go to the next game. Um, this is one of the biggest spreads of the week. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. give me a dart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Indiana- been a while, dude. I haven't had a good dart in a while. The, the Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Colts seven and a half point favorites at home. New quarterback Philip Rivers, still the best offensive line in football for my money. Against Jacksonville. All, against Jacksonville. Um, against the worst team in the league in we Jacksonville. Even have to talk um, about yeah, it? it's the Colts. 
Colts. Yeah. Colts. Everyone's taking Colts. Good old line. So, so I, I have a buddy of mine who lives in Jacksonville. Well, he lives sucks. In, he lives in Kentucky now. <laughs> Jacksonville but, sucks. Actually, to be honest with you, I think Kentucky's worse. Uh, but K- Kentucky Duval has Duval County's not terrible. Kentucky also has the Louisville Slugger place, which is fucking awesome. It's probably sick. Yeah. But and I was uh, in I was in Kentucky once in a tornado hit. We had to hide in a supermarket. Oh, that's Did so you lame. See it? Why would you stand outside? Did you get to see I it? I was like eight. I wouldn't got to see it. No, we felt it though. The building was shaking. But no, so uh, cool. so my buddy, who, he's a legit Jacksonville Jaguars fan because he's from. Wow, we found the one. Yeah, I know. And uh, and he sent me a picture of the uh, the AFC title roster when they went against the Patriots, mm-hmm. and, every, and they were a quarter away from going to the Super Bowl. So at, stupid. After and it was after Ngakwe just got traded, everyone is crossed out. Yeah, everyone. Leonard at the time, Leonard Fournette was still on the team. And not nope. anymore. Now he's in Tampa Bay. All right, he's in Tampa Bay. Next Sorry. game. Um, I feel like the spread should be bigger. It's the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers will be it's one four. of the. Was it four what? and a half? A three is last I saw. So um, um, but it could probably you get three for being on the road. You get for three three for being at home. So it's yes. really a six point spread in theory. Yeah. Um, but. I think Vegas will be a competitive team this year. I kind of like their roster. I love their running game. I don't love the quarterback. I don't love the head coach. Uh, I like I like some of the things they did on defense. I don't love everything they did on offense. But they are, an, you know, the one thing that you, you have to see is, um, you know, you got the um, ter- Teddy Bridgewater, who is more than serviceable quarterback, a very good quarterback. But the new head coach and Matt, uh, not Matt Lafleur, I'm fucking forgetting the guy's no, name. Ke- Kevin uh, Matt no, Rule, Matt no, Rule, Matt Rule from uh, Matt Baylor. Rule. Ba- Matt Rule. Sometimes you could come on the scene with this offense that surprises people, and you don't know how to defend it because there's no real tape to it besides college tape. And yeah, now you're doing I- it with all guys that were the best college players in in their in their divisions and on their teams. Um, but I think Vegas is just they're they're a better roster. They're more ready to compete right now. So I'm going to take Vegas in this one. Um, I'm going to go Carolina. Simply, I'm doing it specifically on points um, because I do think they'll cover that spread. But the other thing, too, is that, you know, the big thing with Matt Rule, Matt Rule is known for turning programs around. Sure. Whether it's in college. He did it with yeah, Baylor. He Baylor rebuilt. was awful yeah. after the sanctions, and then they got him to a bowl game. Yeah. Um, obviously, the NFL is a completely different beast. Sure. So, obviously, time will tell. But I do think the way the roster is constructed, I mean, he is, there is an uphill climb. He inherited a roster. With Luke Keekley, Greg Olson, and Cam Newton, all three were gone within three yep. weeks. Yep. So those are very but hard. But he still hills. has Christian McCaffrey. Correct. Those are very hard hills to climb. But bringing Teddy Bridgewater, who's a veteran yep. president, provides stability under center. Correct. So I think that helps out a lot. And I think there's a lot of talent on offense there at the wide receiver position. I believe that. Yeah. You still got DJ Moore there, who's the a defense bl- is going to be the problem for Carolina this of year. Of course. And barring injuries, but they have no Isaiah Simmons went to Arizona. Never yeah. mind. But anyway, um, yeah, I got Carolina specifically on the points. But you're picking them here. Um, Bob? Um, I have the Raiders too, but um, the only only thing that really scares me is that they don't really do well when they travel. No, they they generally don't. don't. Well, ever. (laughs) That's true too. Um, and Josh also no, took, like, okay, Josh also like, took the Raiders. That's a big travel. That's it literally is. coast to yeah, coast. Yeah, they don't do well west to east. I don't know what time it is, but most teams it's don't, a one o'clock ironically. game. Yeah, I know that's what's crazy. Yeah. Um, next game, another big spread: the New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. Six the Bills are half. six and a half point favorites at home. Um, uh, yeah, the Bills are a better team. They're better coach, better roster, better quarterback, um, better running game, better receivers. Now with Stephon Diggs, uh, one of the best corners in the game, Tre'Davious White. Uh, good pass rush, good uh, run 
stuffing. I don't see how the Jets win this one unless Sam Darnold suddenly figures it out in year Dude, three, it's which ve- is a possibility. It's a very good secondary going against a very banged up wide receiver I, I, core already. And, uh, already Denzel weak. Mims, who was a rookie, and you got Brashard Perryman, who's a journeyman who can't catch. He's the ball. he's a guy that he'll show up for one big play every three games. Right. So and just going on with that, I mean, the Jets do get Chris Herndon back. They still got. Sure. They still got. The, I almost said Blake Griffin. Yeah, not him. Blake Griffin. That would no. been, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Right. But you still have that Griffin guy playing. Um, you know, playing tight end. He's very good. Yeah. You still have Le'Veon Bell. And you have what could be the anchor of an offensive line. So the pieces are in place. The coach is the wrong the, – the coach yeah. is, is forever going to be the wrong guy. And because they talked to Joe Douglas today on WFN, I listened to him talk. Yeah, yeah. That's a GM I want. Um, yeah. So obviously there's a I lot going for it. But right now, specifically it's, with the secondary, it's without a doubt the Bills – I don't know if they would cover because week week one is always so, weird. And with since we know preseason, you don't know. But week one is weird with spreads. Yeah, man. correct. I wouldn't always, I wouldn't always. fuck with that. And, and Bob, I would agree. And Josh also took the yeah, Bills. Put. Um, next game, uh, this is a good game. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Atlanta Falcons. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I have Seattle as two point favorites on the road. Two and a half. Um, two and a half. Um, yeah, this is a really good game. These guys have t- two teams have seen each other a lot in the playoffs, a lot for playoff positioning um, in the NFC. Uh, the Seahawks, um, they got a, one of the best defensive players in the league in Jamal Adams now, patrolling one of the best secondaries in the league, going against a Falcons team that it should be a very, very good offense. You don't know what you're getting with Todd Gurley. Um, you, you, you know, you look at Todd Gurley at best, he should be good in your red zone goal line situations, but you don't know his durability, how many touches he's going to get a game. But you have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. You have a very good offense, but I think a lame duck coach who, if the Falcons get off to a, a, a slow start, could also be one of the first fired. coaches fired. He, he should have been fired at the end of last season. Correct. Um, but um, currently I, one and a half. I like I like the I like the Seahawks in this game because I think that um, it, there's just there's a different kind of stability to them because they trust their coach. They had a good playoff run last year. Russell, Russell Wilson. They have a good running game. Their offensive line should be a little bit better as if because it hasn't been good in fucking years. Even when they were good with Marshall Lynch, they had no pass blocking. But they have a very good wide receiving core, um, and I think Jamal Adams is going to create at least one turnover in this game, uh, make an instant impact. He's he's you know one of those high energy guys, and he's going to want to prove it, especially now that you. See see these uh, deals coming out for Tredavious White, what Jalen Ramsey just got, and he knows that he's next and he can reset the market again. Thank God Miami signed Xavier Howard and Byron Jones when they did. Yep. Um, but uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game. I also have the Seahawks. I think they're just a better team all around. Um, and I just I like the idea of Metcalf against that secondary. That's not that physical to begin with. Yeah, I think Metcalf's going to have a big year. And they also get banged up a lot. Keanu Neal gets hurt yeah, a lot. He's a, a lot. He's a great player. He's an all-pro all safety. Great player, healthy. but... Um, it's just that defense, that core of that defense should be phenomenal. It yeah. should be an elite defense. Deion Jones gets hurt. Keanu Neal gets hurt. And I think there was, no, I was going to say pool, but that's someplace different. Yeah. But any, either way, Seattle's just it. Anyone who bets against Russell Wilson, i.e. me three years ago, is dumb. And yeah, you I, you're going to have a bad time. You're Russell- a New York Yankee second baseman. <laughs> I'm not doing Josh's spiel. Um, so you're taking the Seahawks as well, Bob? Neither will I, but I will take the Seahawks. You're a New York Yankees second baseman. Um, next game, another big spread. Like Josh um, the, 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 Phil- the Philadelphia Close. Eagles at the Washington football team. I got it. Um, Philly yeah, is a six-point six favorite on the road. Um, you know, I 
I got Philly in this one. I don't think I really need to spend too much time on it. Philly's a little banged up on the offensive line. They lost their um their left starting left tackle. They lost their starting left tackle, but you got Jason Peters moving back to his you know all Original, pro position. Yeah, right. Um, I think their wide receiving core is going to be great this year compared to what Carson Wentz had last year. I think their running game's good. I think they have a very good defense. I think they're the most talented roster in the NFC East still. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles, and uh, they have the best coaching in the NFC East as well. I think Washington will be better this year because Ron Rivera provides stability. Um, I, I just don't know. You know, they released um, Adrian Peterson. I don't really think they know what system they're going with yet. So uh, give me the stability of Philly in this game. Give me Philadelphia too. Uh, um, it just it goes without saying. Bob. Um, but also, real quick, in yes. this game, you know, obviously Ron Rivera was just diagnosed with uh, with cancer, skin cancer. Yes, he's, he's going. He's going through his first chemo treatment, and he's going to be on the field. He's an immediate. Okay. He's an immediate high risk. He's w- so I I because of, you know because of the cancer. So I wanted. I just want to commend that guy. Because yeah, he's the man. Hell he yeah. has no reason. He has every actually he has every reason in the world to not be on the sideline, not be there, or to be on the yeah. booth or something like that. But and he's he, a bad motherfucker, man. Also, I mean, he was also you know eighty five Bears. You know, he was a backup. Fuck yeah, him. I know he was still on the Bears though. <laughs> he was a fucking backup. He still was pretty good. Was he gonna see the field? The field with Richard Dent? No, <laughs> Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary. <laughs> he saw the field. A little. He was a good special teams player. Oh, good. That's important. All right, people remember the special oh, teams on eighty five. Bob, who are you taking? Philly. Of course. <laughs> Thanks for the delay, stupid. Because you forgot right. who we were talking about. The, the That's ne- what happened. Yeah, I know. Matty Ice. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, the I'm next, a, I'm such conviction. I'm gonna yep. take Matty Ice. All right. Oh, yeah. Next game. This is my game. The Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. The Patriots six and a half point favorites with Cam Newton under center. Um, Miami. If you remember last Love year, it. they beat the Patriots in New England in Week 17 to take away home field advantage from them, which probably ultimately cost them a playoff win. Um, their first time not having home field in like six years in the playoffs. Um, of course I'm taking the Dolphins week one. Uh, I love what Brian Flores is doing. I love the swagger of this team. Um, maybe the most, at least one of the two most improved teams in the offseason between free agency additions, what they did on the offensive line, bringing in a guy that became a very good guard in Eric Flowers. Drafted very drafted well. Drafted very well. Um, signing the center from Green Bay, Ted Karras, um, to uh, stabilize uh, uh, stability on the offensive line in the center. Um, you bring in Jordan Howard, Matt Breida. Uh, you have Devontae Parker back. You have um, uh, Preston Williams, who was one of the best rookie receivers in the league before he got injured last year, looking like he's 100%. Jakeem Grant coming back. You've got Kyle Van Noy on the linebacker who knows that system. I think that they're going to shock them. I think that they're going to run the ball down the Patriots' throats. I think Devontae Parker is going to light up Stephon Gilmore again, and they're going to win this game by 10 points. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to win by 10 points, but I do think that Miami always at some point in the season, whether it's the beginning or whether it's the, at the end, Miami always has their number at some point. Yeah, usually in Miami, but last year was the opposite. Right, exactly. So, uh, And even the thing is, too, I mean, listen, I'm not saying Fitzmagic is a thing anymore. I'm but they play with swagger sure. with him. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the type of guy to ignite that offense and yeah. kind of get people fired up. And listen, Bob, what happened when uh, Fitz Matt Fitzpatrick played the Saints week one? He blew us up. Uh, yeah. How many touchdowns did he throw? Seven. seven. Yeah, what and 507 fuck? yards. I mean, he didn't do shit after yeah, the fact. No. But, like, he's known to come out swinging week one and week two and then usually fall off. Yeah. So this is a prime opportunity against a division rival and specifically against a team that's really beaten and battered with no Tom Brady. And it, it's a statement game. I'm not going to say 10 points. Sure. God, That's God a stretch. Bl- God a bless stretch. you if you cover your own spread. But Mike, Mike Gusecki's going to have a big game. I don't doubt that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I say they I say they win by a last-second field goal, though. It's going to be a very good game. Bob? I stayed away. 
because this Good is idea. a trap game. It is. Of course this, it is. How is there a week one trap it? game? The only one that gets that is Dallas. Yeah, it, Miami will cover at least six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah. They either backdoor cover right at the end and piss a lot of people yeah, off. Yeah, big facts. Right? They would have pissed me off because Fitzpatrick's I probably would have laid on the Patriots. Time points. Is, dude. Or they just miss at the last second and blow it up. And, like, they so, just have so a, who are you taking? Uh, Patriots. All right. And Josh also took the Patriots. Uh, next game, Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Browns will be better this year. I don't need to spend that much time in this one. The Ravens are infinitely more talented and better coached. Lamar Jackson's going to have a big game. He's going to score a rushing touchdown for Taylor. Um, but was better, it one dude. of their losses last year against Cleveland? Yeah, yes, but but, yeah, but, yeah, but well, so what? But this it's at so home. What? That was at, in Cleveland. This is at home. Um, I, I just think that everyone needs to take the home field advantage out of it right the, now. The, With no fucking fans, the home field does well, not and, exist. And, well, some teams, unless, unless you're playing in a dome, yeah, that's the yeah, only advantage. Valid, you but valid. I think I think the biggest thing in Week One is going to be uh, the teams that are returning their coaching staffs, like you're seeing with Baltimore. Stability, the stability of it. So for me, it's easily the Ravens. I don't need to spend have, too much time have, on it. They have the best roster and they have the easiest on the road schedule this yeah. year. Um, exactly. but I do think Beckham's going to have a huge year this year. Uh, yeah, I think Beckham has a big year, but I again, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Um, because I need Lamar Jackson to run a touchdown in, uh, get a rushing score, so that way I could win at least one prop bet on Sunday. Um, You're probably good for that. I, see, that's what I that's see that's what scares me. Yeah, yeah no, probably. It, it should happen. He gets hurt first play. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, again, um, Baltimore just, just RG three gets a rushing touchdown. <laughs> I would, dude, dude, that would be so funny to imagine happen. If they, t- run, they run that yo, Heisman yo, package. that line is probably plus eight thousand <laughs> yeah, on Fanduel. There's probably a line. RG three to score a touchdown. I do believe. Yeah. How do you think I found the Lamar Jackson? All right, so line? you're taking Baltimore. Oh. Taking Baltimore. Also, the addition of Calais Campbell is going to be and Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf on the defensive line. Yeah, for line sure. Is going to be significant. You got two veteran presence. They'll be able to control the so, line of scrimmage more than they did already six on both sides. Nine. Clay's Campbell. Yeah. Bob, who are you taking? Baltimore. All right. And Josh also took Baltimore. Uh, next game, the Los Angeles Chargers facing the Cincinnati Bengals. Chargers three and a half point favorites on the road. Um, going with Tyrod Taylor to start at quarterback over um, Justin Herbert to start the season. Uh, better team, better roster, uh, better coach right now. We don't really know what's up with Cincy in that regard because Zach Taylor, it's his second year, but you're going with the rookie quarterback. Uh, I love the Chargers secondary, the addition of Chris Harris to the Derwin team. Derwin James is hurt. Um, Derwin James, he was hurt last year too. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the, their corners are great. Fuck Chris um, Harris. But I'm taking, I'm taking the Chargers in this one. I think they cover on the road. Uh, I take the Chargers gritting my teeth. Even though I think it'll be a valiant showing from Cincinnati, but I think that ultimately the better team's going to win, Yes, yeah. I think Burrow will have a nice game, but yeah. that's a tough secondary to play your it's first, be a valiant first NFL effort. game. Um, Is he starting? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, Bob, why wouldn't you start? Yeah, at that point, your first dude, overall. They had nobody. They, they, got, nobody. Rid of, they got rid of Dalton, Dalton for that reason. Dalton. Oh, I didn't oh, know they released stop. him. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's on the Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm oh, he out did sound with the Cowboys. Was it? Yeah, he's with the Cowboys. Bob, who you taking? What am I, sick? Oh, my God. That's fucking... That's a while ago. Yeah, yeah, why didn't we make fun of Justin for that? We did. We, oh, my you were, God. You had it on mute. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Take <laughs> the chat off mute, asshole. Fuck um, my Bob, who are you ass. taking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Cincy, I guess. Wait, you're taking Cincy? We're all taking the Chargers? I know, He's that's why. He's actually in the fucking thing, so it's all right. fine. <laughs> all right, next game. I'm just uh, doing it for sport. The debut of Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Bob's New Orleans Saints. The Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Josh took the Saints. Bob, this is your team, your game. Who are you taking? Um, uh, at first, I wanted to think of it like a trap game. I wanted to stay away from it because, number one, right, it's not, it's not good uh, sometimes mentally to bet on your team. And number two, Facts. week one last year, right? What happened? Or the year before, Maddie, uh, yeah, Fitzpatrick, uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Blows us up. And then I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, you know what? Right? Bruce Arians, I give him respect. Fuck Tom Brady. You should. Um, fuck Leonard Fournette. 
Right, I don't want to fucking deal with it. Fuck Mob Deep. Fuck Biggie. Okay, uh, we. Chino XL. Fuck you We retain. Too. We retain every single player from last year. Basically, we released a couple nobodies. Right. Uh, now we have the Jenkins boys on defense in the secondary helping me out. Malcolm Jenkins Malcolm came Jenkins back. Malcolm Jenkins and uh, oh, Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. 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 Ew, dude. Why do you don't need Janoris Jenkins? For he, what? Uh, I would say depth for them because they didn't have a lot of depth at corner, but it's a very good defense. In yeah, New a lot of more P.J. So, Williams. So, like, you, so you're taking your team? Of course. All right. I put money on them. Taylor, who are you taking? What did Josh take? He took the Saints. Okay. This is when I'm going to go the other way. I know. Well, oh, fuck you because I know Perosi likes Tampa Bay. Um. And here's the I reason. Like Bay, and here's yeah. the reason, right? I understand that Tom Brady's a little bit over the hill. If there's anyone that can get something else out of Tom Brady outside of Bill Belichick, it's fucking BA. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bruce Harrington. And sure. granted, and granted, every dude, single year. Dude, look what year, he did with Carson Palmer. Dude, our, with, our 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 past four or five seasons of success, every yeah. single year, first three four weeks are rough. Right? Yeah, yeah, every single rough. game is a yeah. battle. Uh, we lose two of them, and those. And then are all of a sudden, you hit a stride you, from like weeks five to eleven, and then hit you nine, lose the game. Straight, yeah. yeah. If you just look at the offense alone, Tom Brady's throwing to the the, be, the best wide receivers he's had since 06. Tight ends too. Tight ends. I mean, since Gronk o- and Hernandez, OJ Howard and, and Gronk. Yeah. So I mean, Gronk he, a year off, looking really yeah, nice. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, he does. He looks he's rejuvenated. Healthy. He looks happy. You know, excited so, to play. Exi- but fuck exactly. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Right. Like, well, do you want to know the biggest reason I'm taking Tampa Bay? Why? Because New Orleans, I think, is a team that even though the stability is there and they're coming back, but they are a, a rhythm timing offense. Hit in stride, quick sure, open absolutely. field. And that's something that can't be replicated without on the field play, whether it's the backups or anything like that. That's why when they lost uh, Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater came into that game and they had no offense because it's such a timing type offense and he wasn't working with the ones. Well, the, yeah, the timing was thrown off. It wasn't until two weeks later. Yeah, for like fucking correct, five touchdowns. Correct. So I like Tampa in this one to come out gun blazing uh, make it a real firefight I actually think Tampa's defense is gonna I, I think the big problem here is that Drew Brees has lost his long ball and that is where they're gonna get hurt because it's gonna get to a point where I feel like they're gonna have to be That's thr- throwing it down the field so I'm taking Tampa you're taking Tampa Josh and Bob are taking the Saints okay um, another- I just don't think Tom Brady's gonna have it figured out coming out the gate I don't know. I, I Arians is just a guy I trust, and I think it's hit or miss. Yeah, it's guy. yeah. So we gotta see. Uh, the next game is the Arizona Cardinals at the defending NFC champions San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are seven point favorites at home. This is my lock of the week. Um, I, I uh, took them okay. at seven. Uh, 49ers. This is my we lock saying, of the week. Are we, I think the, the Cardinals are going to be a playoff team this year. I think it's going to be a very competitive game. This week, though. Lock San Francisco. Lock I, think, I, think, I think they win. I don't think they cover seven points. Stop. I don't Why think do the CJ Murray thing. I don't. I, I, I think this 49ers win. I don't think they cover seven. I don't think they're going to cover the full seven. I don't think they'll cover seven. But I'm saying, as far as like a lock, they're going to win. So we're yes. all taking. We're all taking the 49ers. Yeah. All right. That's, so that Josh is also taking the 49ers. Um, next game, the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Cowboys three point favorite on the road. Trap game. Um, Dak has not oh, practiced not every anything. Game is a trap game. I didn't say for every game. Did I? Two of them. Um, no, Cowboys are going to win this game. They're going to win this game. The Rams are now fully going in saying Jared Goff is going to carry this team. Jared Goff can't carry a fucking pail of water up a step of stairs. I'm he you. sucks. Dak is better, even though Dak has barely practiced. Mike McCarthy provides stability. They kept the same offensive coordinator. He knows the system. Uh, you still have a very good offensive line, despite the loss of Travis Frederick. Their defense is going to hurt, hurt the, uh, rue the loss of Byron Jones because he w- was didn't he didn't get interceptions, but he didn't give up big plays either. Right. But in this game, give me Dak, give me Zeke, give me McCarthy over um, Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Give me Amari Cooper, dude. Too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just, uh, Dallas is a better team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, fuck off, fuck McVay. I mean, listen, you. St- 
it's hard to pick against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on that defense. You yeah, two of the best at their at their respective sure. positions. But it, Jared Goff looked competent at Sean McVay's first year, and then we found out that he was talking to him the entire yeah. time up until the last five seconds of the play clock. Um, Jared Goff, I don't think he stinks. I think he's a, a good backup in the right system, which he currently is in. Yeah, he can look competent. He needs a running game, and they don't have that now, especially not Todd Gurley. Yeah, exactly. Not. All right, so we're all taking the Cowboys. Um, this game, I feel like the spread should be bigger, and I think it's a, a virtual lock. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New York Giants. Uh, Steelers are five and a half point favorites on the road. The return of Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, uh, the defense coming back, pretty much every player on the defense. The offensive line is still really good. They're going to be without the, without David DeCastro, but they have a very good backup as far as depth goes. Great offensive line in Pittsburgh. I think Ben is going to come out firing. I think that the Minka Fitzpatrick is going to force two turnovers on Daniel Jones. One of them is going to be another fumble because that's what he does. Yep. And uh, the Steelers are going to win by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I got the Steelers too. Again, Steelers just a better team, especially specifically on defense. I mean, the the Giants' offensive line is still a dumpster fire. It's still a dumpster fire. Nobody really knows who he's still going to And their defense is still bad. Their they defense is still bad. All. I mean, I will say Gettleman did it. Listen, he made the right pick. You know, he went off. He wanted one of the best offensive tackles in, in the. Yeah, that was sure. what you had to do. So you have to do it because you got you know you got Daniel Jones, you got Saquon Barkley, you know in, a, I mean? in a division with, in a division with pass rushers. Exactly. Too. So yeah. and the jury's still out on uh, Daniel Jones whether or not Correct. he's really that good or not. Correct. But uh, yeah, Pittsburgh, again, Pittsburgh would just they have too much Talent. experience. They have a ten times better head coach. Correct. Um, you know, and it's hard. We to We don't say know that. about Joe Judge yet, but that's the thing. We don't know. And you can't compare him to Tomlin, who's one of the best coaches in the league. My opinion, Tomlin should have been coach of the year last year. With With what what he he did, did, even though they didn't make the playoffs, but they were right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Steelers. Bob? Steelers all the way. Josh also took the Steelers. Um, And now, Taylor, this is your game. Tennessee Titans um, coming off an AFC South championship at the Denver Broncos. Broncos, last I saw, were half-point favorites. At home. It's one, one and a half. It's all, depending Um, on what sportsbook you go with, it's a point difference. um, Taylor. It's hard. It's really hard to pick against my, probably my favorite non-Bronco player right now, Derrick Henry. Um, and you guys just lost Von Miller, unfortunately. Lost Von Miller the for the out. season. Wow, I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, it was literally within. It was what eleven o'clock last night. I got a text from you. Yeah, that he it, um, it happened. It came out that at the end of practice, he had a lower leg injury that they said looked uh, severe, and then. It was like they didn't say Achilles, but they said it was a tendon near the Achilles, which usually means it's oh a boy. rupture. So, it, it's, and that's a bad one for a so guy at his age and his position. It's not a rupture; it's a very weird. It's a freak injury. What they said was that one of the tendons didn't tear, but it looped around his ankle, and it's in the complete wrong place. Ooh. So basically, what has to happen is they have to go and they have they have to cut the tendon. They have to re- essentially. It would be. It would have been better if he would have actually tore Just the fucking tore thing. The thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for Ugh. sure. So, but they said the timetable at minimum is five to six weeks. At best, it's. Five to six weeks, five to six months at best, three months. So, yeah. so just, so. just throw just it at out. his age. It's not worth rushing back throw because it especially because it didn't tear. It's it's more susceptible to tear a lot quicker. Yeah. So let's let's not even waste our time here. But, it was uh, like Tannehill not getting the ACL surgery because it wasn't completely torn. First day yeah. of practice tears it completely. So <laughs> it's, and again, it's not a gut Poor feeling, guy. but listen, man, I have to go with Denver here. I think Drew Locke is going to take a significant step forward as far as uh, progressing, uh, going through his progressions, looking guys off. He has that ability. He has a swagger about him that I really like. I haven't seen since Tebow. Um, and I really I, I feel very good about our wide receivers. Cortland Sutton is an up-and-coming wide receiver who should be, in my opinion, should finish top five. 
depending on how good Drew Locke throws him the ball. You got uh, a, a great number two in well, Jerry how Judy. Well, how well they can protect Drew Locke is going to be the big thing. Well, that's that's the, if they give him time to throw. So we got to see what happens with Garrett Bowles. But we all know you got a great running back in Melvin Gordon. <laughs> we got yeah, but like Melvin Gordon, <laughs> Philip Lindsay still gets no fucking respect. You got Noah Font coming in. Um, you went and got Nick Vanette, who's actually very, who's, who's a very good tight end. Mm-hmm, very um, good. You know, good, uh, uh, good veteran presence. Yeah. You bring in AJ Bouye yeah. on a fucking steal. You bring in Jarrell Casey. Alexander yeah. Johnson gets another full year starting. Josie Jules full year starting. Yeah, it's a good, Just, it's a good lineup for Vic Fangio to work with. All pro safety and Justin Simmons. There's a lot of good stuff there, and you get fully healthy Bradley Chubb back. Um, so, not true. He's on a pitch count if he plays week one. Then, then, then what? Then everyone's lying then? No, what? last last I saw earlier today is that he is. Uh, if he plays week one, he's on a pitch count, which means he only gets like 15 plays. I made up what I said then. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'll double check, but that's last I saw. But so it's um it's it's Denver. It's even, even with the points, it's Denver. They're home. It helps a lot. If the only time there is a home field advantage, it is in Denver because you are a mile high. Yeah, for sure. There's for the sure. only real advantage. Or playing in Mexico. Yeah, because that's also oh, that's why Cain Velasquez fucking lost. But whatever. Mile low. <laughs> that's New Orleans. That's where you are. But anyway, yeah, Shut that's up. mile zero. It's listen. It's Denver, and it's hard because they're going to give up at least two scores to Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill, I think, is poised for a very big season. In a system that's not coached by Adam Gaze, he looks like he's free and he could actually do something with the fucking ball. Yeah, hand so, it off fucking 40 times a game. <laughs> so what? But he's good at it. He's good at Jimmy it. Jimmy G did it all the way to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, but then they called him Garoppolo, and we saw how that Who's went. Who's they? You! We had of a whole argument about it on the show. I, all I said was it's a great nickname. And you go, but he's not the go. No, I go, it's I not know a great, that. It's not a great nickname until it's a great nickname. It's, a it's, great it's just a nickname. What if, what, if he's, what if he's horrible like going forward and they still that's like when they you know what okay. he has a winning record was, in the league. Okay, you know what else was a great nickname was Sanchez. It is a great nickname. <sighs> yeah, I'm it, saying from a nickname but, standpoint. But you, I don't care about but, but the rest. Is, I'm saying but, from a nickname. But this is the problem when the nickname you don't live up to the nickname. Thirty two hundred seconds. It becomes a punchline. It becomes a punchline. Yeah, no, the butt fumble's a punchline. I know. I'm well aware. Denver's gonna win. Whose butt fumble? Your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and right. they're gonna fucking right. cover. Bob, Bob, who are you taking? With a tiebreaker score. Of who are we talking points. about? The Titans. Oh, the, Titans. <laughs> the, Titans. the Broncos. Um. Um. Yeah, honestly, I like Tannehill to give it to Derek. Tennessee Henry or Denver, times, just fucking dude. say it. That's it. I'm sorry. That was All right, Josh. Tennessee. Josh took Tennessee. Uh, I too am going to take the Denver Broncos, um, and it's yeah, not it, it, it's not necessarily in full faith in Denver. It's just not having faith. When I see a team like Tennessee that had that like kind of big run last year, it's a magical run. Um, the, a lot of times you come back and it's like this big hangover. If you want an example, recently that was a very similarly structured team. Look at the Jacksonville Jaguars a few years ago. Look at Carolina. Um, Carolina a few years ago. Except they had a more proven commodity and quarterback in Cam Newton. I, you know I love Ryan Tannehill. Sure. But it was kind of like a shock. Although I did say going in the last season, Tannehill was going to replace Mariota. I didn't think well, he'd play that. that. I didn't right. think he'd play that well. But I think it, one of these things where we know what you're going to come out and try to do. They have a great second-year wide receiver in A.J. Brown, one of the most underrated receivers in the league. He had an amazing rookie year. Yeah. 
Um, but I think Denver is going to have um, a, they're going to have a statement kind of victory. I think it'll be an ugly victory, but it's going to be one of these ones. Every time Tennessee thinks they're about to get momentum, that Denver's going to take it away from them. I think they're going to force some turnovers. I think they're going to run the ball effectively. I think Melvin Gordon's actually going to have a really good game. Now, the addition of JV on Clowney, especially because he knows Mike Vrabel's system, he's not going to be coming in and only getting a few plays like you would have seen on a situation if he no, signed with New play. Orleans. He's going to play quite a bit, yeah. and especially going to play in those passing downs, and you know he plays the run very well. That's a big X factor here. But I really like what Denver is trying to build. I think they're maybe another year or two away from truly competing, Facts. but they have the pieces in place. My biggest fear with Denver is obviously Vic Fangio, but that does not diminish the talent, and sometimes talent can overcome coaching. We've seen it happen a hundred times. Gary um, Gary Kubiak, Barrett, Brad Childress for a while, Adam Gaze the year they made the playoffs. Jay Gruden. Um, Rex, John Gruden, sorry. Um, Rex Ryan, you know, talent can overcome sometimes. And in this situation, I just think Denver is going to be able to do what they want. I think they're going to be able to control the line of scrimmage on, on defense, stop the running game, and create a couple turnovers, force Tannehill, and then take away the run game. You force Tannehill to play um, just solely on his arm, which he's not the best at. He's great when you could run it for 150 yards, not so great without it. Yeah. Give me the Denver Broncos. Cool. Um, and uh, so last thing here, um, I... We I don't know if uh, you want to read your parlay, Taylor. I'll read mine. Oh quick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob, um, read your parlay. Um, parlay. So I have an eighteen parlay for Sunday. Yeah, I don't know how you find um, it. Oh, nice. So I have the Chiefs. Bob I, loves that shit. I have the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Colts, uh, the Raiders, and the Bucks. That the Bucks are the only underdog I took. I put ten bucks for four hundred. I'm gonna fucking yeah. Not I, bad. I gotta log in. And I gotta do all this fucking. All shit. right. Well, I took a fourteen parlay. I got uh, Kansas City laying nine and a half. Ravens links. Oh, seven I just and played half. the money line. <laughs> no, nah, I don't like the money line. All. Yeah, this is why he loses. Yeah, that's took, his shit right I took here. Saints money he loses because he's a loser. I took Saints money line. <laughs> You're a loser. Yeah. Okay. I am a loser. Okay. I like extra but charges. losers win. I like extra or, charges. Every dog has his day. Is that what you want to say? Something like that. <laughs> All right. And every rose I has took, a thorn. Uh, like every uh, dog has Michael's its day. San Francisco cunt. minus seven. All right. And what took three spreads. And one Why would you line. do? Okay, that's what you're gonna get. Okay, so uh, I have I, we talked about it before. I have the one prop bet: Lamar Jackson get a rushing touchdown. Uh, Fifty bucks gets me 125. That would cover my parlay. Um, so I have the Packers. This is money line: Packers, Cowboys, Broncos, and then I took Kansas City minus nine because I'm very confident in that. Yeah, but it's a parlay, so it's 50 bucks wins me like 700. All right, cool. So you have our bets, our picks for the week. Uh, this was episode 118 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, Taylor, thanks for playing, doing double duty, recording it. I'm trying. Bob, thank you for coming in. Pleasure. Uh, the picks for this week, I gave Taylor, I'm thinking of ending things. And I gave Dan, yeah. ACDC's Let There Be Rock. All right, we will see you guys next week. I don't, what is this? I know I say that before every song, but that, that's really actually who the fuck I am. I don't know what the fuck this is. You know who but, the fuck he is. So what? So Josh can play songs out, and then when I play songs out, you're like, this sucks. I didn't say that. I said I don't know who the fuck this is. Kurt. Damn, it feels good to be a tailor. To rock camo shorts, Chuck T's, and smoke papers. What? I don't know Beat what it is. In all this is when Wiz Khalifa was good. <laughs> oh, Big I know. This is classic Khalifa. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.